death do this? An uprising that can lead to revolution. And then in a fraction of time, the whole system collapses. It must be a fragile system if it... efficiency filter and heat exchange system. Perspiration passes through the first layer and is gathered in the second, where salt is separated. Breathing and walking provide the pumping action. Talent vibration to everyone, and thank you for tuning in to AstroQuest. Wow, it is an amazing day, and I'm personally just getting in tune with the show today. And there's been a lot of running around the studio, and we've been at it for about 72 hours at least, just putting together the proper uh, program today, and so that we can share a special message. Uh, obviously, we're in season three. This is episode, really, the episode one. This is the Muladhara Chakra. And obviously, this is about getting your chakra developed, right? But I started thinking today, I said, you know what? I think the thing that I want people to really understand most is that this is not just about activating a chakra, like we're, we're looking at a chakra as an, as an object. This is about a, something that is integrally happening with you. It's not just something have outside of you that you're building, like, okay, let me build this chakra and let me perfect it and, and let me uh, uh, make it the way that it should be and activate it, but not realizing that that chakra is inside of you. So while this transformation is taking place, while this development is going on, you will experience the change behind that. 
And so if you remember what we talked about earlier, we talked about everything being vivid. We talked about that person is truly activating, then they should have some vivid three-dimensional correspondence to that, as long as you get your energy cycling properly and when it finally connects. And so what happens is, is many make the ascent, okay? And it's just like your body, they climb from the lower levels all the way up, and then they may get into even the crown chakra. But until you come back down and cycle the energy, just like you see a motor, it may go all the way in its first rung to the top, but and just not start up. So understand that the biggest part about this energy and this, uh, uh, this expansion that we have going on is that it is to turn on and keep running perpetually. So this is also what brings us to the Muladhara Chakra because it is the foundation. The root chakra is the foundation of all that. It is the generator. It is what's giving all the higher chakras, higher ideas, higher states of mind, the power to be able to compute and to process. So this is the major thing because some may focus on crown chakra, crown chakra, crown chakra. But if you don't have a root chakra to power your crown chakra ideas, then those ideas will never make it into third dimension. And that's why the root chakra has a lot to do with third dimension. It is the symbol in a tense of this particular dimension that we're on, which I call sometimes Midgard. And then below us would be the netherworld or the past, history, deeper foundations, deeper uh, primordial goo, if you may. So I'm going to start off here and first just introduce the show. Obviously, today's show is called The Foundations of Levitation. And I like these, uh, these new words like hot, cold, and, uh, or cold fire. And the reason why I, I've adapted these terms now is because I, I've come into full realization through experience more than anything, but also through reading a lot of these books and knowledge is that, that you have two centers, two opposing forces in this chakra area. I'll say in that area, there are many opposing forces. So what you get to do today is you get to learn how to deal with opposing forces and how to use them as your benefit. Meaning that I've even had to come into realization in the concept of all itself, but the not just the concept, but the application of all itself, that even division has its uses. And I'll give you an example because sometimes it's all how we look at things. I had this I always have a crazy schedule going on anyway with all sorts of stuff to do. And then this was about three weeks ago when I was about to launch AstroQuest Season 3. And the intro wasn't even done yet because my idea of the intro for at least six months or five months before we started Season 3 was to have an intro that went in and out of all chakras and, and showed what the feelings were and the correspondences to those chakras. And I always just visualize it as the, maybe a 10-minute intro tops, quite a long intro, but not a documentary movie, which is what we would be talking about, was something that would be expansive. So I would jump into the timeline or jump into my folder, adding content and things that were related to that. And when I finally got excuse me, into the timeline, I realized, oh my goodness, this is, I'm already 10 minutes and I'm not even done with the intro yet. So I started getting nervous because the show was like maybe one week away. I get all the way down to the fifth day and I'm, I've got now the intro in and it's again like 15 minutes and I'm not even explaining what I want to explain. So it was kind of getting stressful. And I went into the, uh, to the bathroom and I had this epiphany. And the epiphany was is that while I was thinking about this and I said, you know what? Why not just do, I think actually I was in the shower, but I was like, why not just do one shot? Clearly, the show is going to begin on that primary chakra, 
And then on top of that, you can do new intros every show. So every time you go to a new chakra, you could just do the intro for that chakra. Oh, I felt this release of burden all of a sudden. I said, oh, oh, that's brilliant because obviously it's all that's needed. It's not even overkill, right? And then I looked in the mirror and then I said to myself, you know, there must be some kind of power and division because if you cannot tackle something that's this huge giant or huge powerful energy all at once, chip them down to size. Take it piece by piece by piece. Because look at the metaphor, each chakra. You can't blow open all the chakras at one time. This is what some gateway drugs and some other substances and, and, and rituals blow open all the chakras at one time. And this means that the person is immediately thrusted into this uh, uh, reality that they're not prepared for. The reality to prepare for. All the realities are new. So imagine the state of that person's mind. It's like it's beyond insanity, right? This is what I call when the wheels slip. So realize that the big part of developing a good root chakra is so the wheels don't slip, that you remain firm and you're in grounded and you don't get blown away by the cosmic dust as you go into an activation. But remember, this is a real thing. The, the reason why I'm here is to explain in my point and segment in time of in my involvement in this world to humanity about this higher expansion of enlightenment that has been available since the beginning, since there was no beginning. And now it just so happens that our development here stems on our development and activation of the chakra centers, because I'm going to explain to you why. I talked to a physicist day before yesterday, and he asked me what was my explanation of chakras, and I gave him my overall explanation of the wheels and the cogs of time and the development of the worlds and things like this, and he nodded and he agreed, because, but because he was 55, almost 60, he had a little bit more on me, and he said, I'm going to tell you something. Really, also, what the chakras are, are their organs, but for a higher body. And where you actually are is you're in an incubation to develop those organs. Now, you did the same thing before. You were in your mother's womb and you were developing this heart, this kidney, these dense organs you were developing so that way you can come out and do what you think is here, see, taste, smell, touch. It, you develop these organs to do that. That's what they correspond to. So these higher organs or these chakras, if you may, these more etheric organs. Their development is to allow you to hear what you think is hearing, taste, smell, touch, and even beyond, as they say, the sixth sense. is attempting to get you to do that in another world that is ethereal once they're fully developed. So this means also that you will not be leaving the matrix. I, I repeat, you will not be leaving the matrix until you develop the proper organs or etheric uh, uh, correspondences, the chakras, to get out of the matrix. You see, because when you turn on a chakra, that's when you become more aware of that this is not the only thing here. Just like now, there's millions of nanoparticles flying through the air, but I can't see them. If I take electron microscope, I can see them, but it doesn't mean that they're not here. So how much is here? Limitless. I'm telling you, everything is right here, but you have to gain the ability to access it. So I want to explain to you something about particles. Okay, and the progress of ascension, because many people are, are taking different substances and supplements, and then some are having massive uh, uh, realities and effects, and others are having none. And so I need to explain to you how these particles or how these units of mass work. Now, first, you have 
the fat, what I call fat particles, and these are all my terms personally. Some of them are actually coined terms, but I'll call them fat particles because this is when you're just beginning your you're very dense, okay, and fat, to be quite honest, on the other dimension, okay? And so in order to streamline this body, to shave down this body, you need to use the proper elements that are going to smash right into that fat in a tense, not go right through it. So a fat particle to me in the level of healing is the Ayurvedic substances. And the reason is because the Ayurvedic substances have a lot to do with mineralizing your body again, like the Shila Jits. These kind of things take the, the minerals that are on the base of things like the Himalayan mountains, showing you the huge mountain top, and then the base, which is where all of the, the uh, minerals are formulating. That's what Shila Jit is. And it's dark, it's brown, okay? So that's where all the minerals are. So that Shila Jit is then applied to the body, and then throughout the body, the consistency of the fluids change. You become mineralized, okay? And this mineralization is what I call fat particles, the first foundation of the spiritual ascent. Because remember, most of this Ayurveda, if not all of it, is being pulled from trees. It's being pulled from the earth, okay? Remember, the earth element is not just dirt. It's also the trees, vegetation, etc. So these Ayurvedic elements are being pulled from there. So these are the, the strong fat particles, okay, if you may. And they're going to go the lowest level of the body. This is also what cleansing does, internal cleansing. You see, there's a lot of herbs that are used. It's the same thing. It's getting in there in the colon. It's getting there in the lower parts of the body, and it's saying, wham, 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 let me shape this up because I'm the tool that's necessary. You don't grab a nanoparticle to deal with the first dense side of what's going on with your consciousness. Just imagining, because the ego will say, shoot, go for the monatomic. <laughs> go for the highest thing and then take it on. Oh, I don't feel anything. Well, you have to go back and get with the Sheila Jits, the Gene Builders, the Chulins, the Simdis, the Gar 35, depending on your situation. And that's what's going to vividly be felt by the body as you begin your ascent, your climb. Okay, so let's talk about the next level. We're going to talk about levels in different things today, and it's going to be awesome because we're going to get a chance to do our astral quest thing, the inner outer verse, right? And we're going to go into some different spaces, but you're going to see all of this is the same thing. This is what Ruthin teaches you. It merges everything to show you you're dealing with this over and over again from different levels, but, and you think it's different, but it's all the same thing. Let me show you again. Now, the medium particles, and I've been doing a lot of research on enzymes, and I've gotten guy who's the seventh highest climber in the world, and he's developed all these enzymes that are getting, they get into the body. Let me give you first a story on enzymes. Enzymes process all the food, the nutrients, mainly the metals, because some people are still thinking calcium is white. No, calcium is a metal, okay? So what is going to eat that metal? And you don't see it as a metal now because it's a smaller particle, when, especially when they make it into a powder, they call it monatomic, mon any kind of powders, okay? So what is going to eat that? Because you may put it in your mouth, right? And you think, oh, I ate it. It's gone. It should start working. <laughs> but being in tune with your body lets you know that's not what actually happens. First, this is just the intake, the portal. Once it gets into here, this is processing. And processing has got to say, okay, what do we got? What do we got? Oh, we got some calcium. Is it chelated? No, off. Oh, Put it over there. Actually, put it on top of the, the pineal gland. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, we got some minerals from, from uh, HMO, GMO. Oh, what are we going to do with this? All right, put it over there. So what happens to the body and minerals, right? Body's not getting any minerals. 
But even if it did, and this is the attack that's going on in your body, even if it did, it needs enzymes to process those minerals. And guess what? All the minerals that, enzymes that you had when you were younger are actually gone now. Do a little research. They get killed within the first, uh, uh, for most kids, six to six to ten, six months to a year, based on the formulas, Similax, and all these different things. They go in, and the enzymes are overwhelmed because they got to process all these metals. Notice on Similac and all most of these formulas, they're all metals. So by that time, all these enzymes are burned out. So all of your level of being able to process minerals is depleted. So no activation because these minerals are the building blocks to the activation. It's just a generator. If it doesn't have the right consistencies for conductivity, it ain't going to turn on. And that's what's called incubation. That's what's called sleep. Okay. So let's get into this a little bit deeper. So I'm identifying again, enzymes, medium particles, I'll get with you more on that in our, in our research into that, and obviously we're going to see if we can get a hold of some of those and get them to everyone. But the reality is that these enzymes, they process these metals. So enzymes work directly with, with colloids, which I'm going into next. Now, I call it small particles, and these are colloids. The other thing is I want to really explain really briefly is again, need to come behind Ayurveda, because it is a more subtle form. It's a medium particle, but it's exactly what you need as you begin to deal with the metals of the Ayurveda. Okay? And then this next stage, and this has to be, as we're going to talk about, this is about a regimen. This is terrain modification. This is not, I'm going to do this on Monday, do this on Tuesday, do this on Wednesday. No. You're going to stretch out this process, just like this Muladhara chakra may go on for about three months. Who knows? It's, not, it's no rush here. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to go and, 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 and rapidly put together the foundation. Done. And then we get way up there. And, whoa! and then remember, when you fall from the first three steps of the ladder, it doesn't hurt as bad as when you fall from the top of the ladder. Okay? So remember that. This is not about rushing to the top of the ladder. What am I going to do? I'm trying to get out. I got to get out of matrix. Look, there's nowhere to go but inside. Okay? So get that into your system to stop forcing your energy to come out like this, boom, 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 and bringing it back in like this and start becoming the cycle or the cycler or the generator of this energy. Okay? Let's not get off topic here. The colloidals. Then become what feed the enzyme. So the enzyme is alive. All this stuff is alive. And it needs something to eat too. And this gives you the Ouroboros symbol. This is ad infinitum spirals. But people are not talking about those spirals are consumed. The energy consuming itself creates the spiral. So if you zoomed in on the spiral, you would just see things multiply consuming themselves. And anytime the chain is broke, that's like when the ecosystem is broke. When you remove an animal that is integral to the system, the entire system breaks. These enzymes, this Ayurveda, these live nutrients are part of that system. So with the colloid, it will be digested by the enzyme. Enzyme says, mm, I love it. <laughs> I love colloidals. But then when the enzyme, after it's full, the first card on the tarot, the full, F-O-O-L-F-U-L-L, -L, after it's full, then it digests the enzyme, or excuse me, the, the colloid. In its digestion, its feces, <laughs> its fecal becomes your food. So he goes, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Look at what the plants are doing. The cows 
uh, and horses' manure is their food. So our food is something else's manure. <laughs> you see, this starts to connect it, right? Like, look at the show twice. It'll make sense if it doesn't make sense now. Monatomics, okay? The biggest thing that just came up recently, probably the last three or four months within my life, has been the massive discovery of monatomics nanoparticles and these kind of things, and how they give infinite space to do what is necessary to be done. See, some people, they're always thinking big. That's what it is with the giants and the titans, right? They're always thinking big, thinking mass, and they think there's power in mass until they see the quark, until they see the atom, and then realize that what is inside of this nanoparticle or monatomic space is infinite space for anything to be created and for it to grow with no interference. After all, no one can even see it because it's not in time. Okay, that's what I'm dealing with now is that elements that are not in time because they're not subject to time. That's why monatomics directly affect gravity. Okay, now what we're talking about today is how to make a monatomic inside of you perfect because you're already producing monatomics. Think about it. What your body actually has the ability to do, the male body has the ability to take all of the genes of the male and make them into this small, minuscule little living organism, right? So it just made a monatomic then, is what I'm telling you. The compression of seeds, okay? So this is some deep stuff, but it's actually very simple, but this is your roots, and you need to understand this. Now, let me see something here, because we're going to take a... We're going to take a few breaks today. Like I always say, man, I'm be thirsty or something like that. Like even right now, I need to get some water. Hopefully someone on the other end is, is hearing me. And I say, oh, we're going to take some breaks. But, you know, we're actually going to take some breaks. And then we're going to, when we come forward, we're going to get into exactly what's going on in the U.S. And many other countries, almost all of them, with the status, because we got to start at the roots. Okay, we got to go in the beginning, like what happened? What, what are we dealing with here? What, give me the, the state of the, the union, okay? So as me being a person who cares about everyone on the planet, in the universe, all species, all itself, I need to give for this particular system a statement of what is going on based on my knowledge. Now, where much is given, much is required. They're watching me now. They don't stop watching. We're on the first page of Google for the keyword, the resistance. So what do you think I think? I'm here to teach them. Why they watch, they learn. I have their books, I have their documents here, meaning some of the stuff that got lost, a lot of it, is here somewhere. <laughs> and I photocopy from time to time, as you'll see after we come off this break, I've taken one photocopy that's come out of a, a, a book that has been hidden. It, it's not... Uh, something that everyone will have privy to. You will see it really nowhere on the internet. And I'm going to show you what is, what is the real blueprint that is actually running in the world today when we come right forward, as I always say. Wholeness. All right. So I'm forward again. So I'm going to start off by first a disclaimer. Because I feel like, you know, it's not like I'm worried, but I feel like sometimes 
if we don't understand what we're really dealing with here, then there's this roller coaster we get on with hanging on to every last word to whether you agree with it or you don't agree with it. And this becomes a problem. It's like the same thing as with learning something. When you're learning something, you have to be so in tune with that you don't know it yet. <laughs> That's why you're going to go and learn something. But if you're constantly judging what you're learning, imagine looking at when someone's, when someone's trying to deliver to you uh, uh, the ability to do algebra, and you're saying, well, no, no, that's not what that means. And, and I don't like the two. The two is not my number. I don't like number two. I'm, I'm rather a number three guy. Okay, let, let's do a problem with number threes only. And uh, actually, uh, three means M. So I don't, you see, so what happens is, is that as you're continuously analyzing everything, which is the disease of the mind, it. And in a reality where everything is all connected, passing judgment on one thing or another makes you divide it, right? So if you're trying to become whole and you're trying to learn something, it's not a good idea to be in division mode. So I want to explain this to you as one of our primate or primal instincts. And our primal instincts are in every tense emotion, okay? Because the emotion has a lot to do with our senses. It's in fact our, our nose, and it's in fact how our body is functioning. Sight, hearing, taste, smell, touch, all connect into emotions, right? There's pros and cons to this. Because what happens is if that if you're always reacting based on the emotion, if someone says, oh man, you're a great person. Oh, thank you. They like me. They, they say good things about me. It's good. I like that. I, like, I feel that. I love to feel that way. And then if someone says, I don't believe in anything you say. I think you're stupid. I think you're silly. <clears throat> Who's that person? They think they, man, they're so stupid, stupid sheeple. <laughs> this is the issue. Because what happens is, is that you're on this roller coaster and everyone's involved. And I'm telling you, only the adepts are not involved in the... <clears throat> Tell me something good, you tell me something bad. Because what happens is, is that a person who doesn't have a balance on their emotions, thus a balance on their energies, exhausts a lot of energies. It's like spending, 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 no matter what you're spending it on. So even the people in the high states, these so-called high states of consciousness, and crown chakra states of consciousness, burn a lot of energy in the ideas of their projections of these fairy worlds and the, 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 the guided beings and all these different things. So realize first that your energy is shifted through emotions, okay? And this shifting is the generator of this dimension. So this dimension is really counting on that it can get you to either, basically it's counting on it can get you to judge, okay? That's what this all boils into. The dimension is, dimension it's counting on that you judge. Because when you judge, there's motion, there's action. Now, a friend of mine was telling me, do a simple calculation. If each cell pushes off, pushes off two millivolts, and you have billions of these cells in your body, how much voltage then is really running through the human being? It's always there, it's always present, whether we're utilizing it or not. So we have a lot of power, even just keeping this thing going and you just being there on the computer, that takes a lot of power to do, more than you think. 
And so that's why there's this unlimited power to be accessed. But before we get into the unlimited power, we have to talk about those who have harnessed the unlimited power, who have sought to create a system that is a micro universe functioning in imbalance. This is what I'm referring to as the blueprint. So let's go ahead and get this page up. And I'm going to show you what I'm talking about in regards to this blueprint. So this, this scan-in that you're looking at comes in from a book that few have access to. The law and the rule is, is that if you have the book upon death or upon knowing you are about to die, you must return the book. <laughs> this was about 300 years ago, 200 years ago. Okay? And what you're looking at here on your screen is you're looking at a charter. And this charter isolates a few things. And it's going to give you a major, major insight as to what is going on. But it's going to be a really a reconfirmation because there's quite a few people already out right now that are, and there's a lady that's working with the, that was working with the World Bank. She was a lawyer, and she told everyone that there was a new, con there was a new uh, constitution. It was 1871. It basically made everyone uh, uh, a chattel, which is actually a, a real term uh, in the le legal system, which means basically property. So the term is not sheeple, it's chattel, okay? And this system enslaved everyone in the United States, black, white, blue, purple, whatever color you are. So what I want to talk about today first is I want to talk about this system of what I call tiered, a tiered slave breeding ground. And what tiered slaves are is that having all slaves that do all the same job is not as profitable. So having different kind of slaves, even a super slave, is what the, the intentions were when designing the United States. And it's a lot to say. It's almost flooring to me personally because I've had a lot of belief in the United States, and that has just switched to the belief in the people. I'll say that. I have a lot of belief still in the people of the United States, but you have to realize what exactly happened. So this blueprint is as such. The indigenous, and you can actually uh, switch back to me, the indigenous are the netherworld, okay? So if you remember, in the United States, there was a large groups of indigenous people there that were wiped out. And they cultivated the place in a certain way with energies, right? Like they mapped out the ley lines, figured out what places were sacred, Okay, and those people that we're calling Indians, they came from the Indus Valley, and those people in the Indus Valley came from Nubia. Okay, and then you can go and look at it all. It's just the same people, same kind of hair, right? Then they went to Ind what we call India. They say Christopher Summers thought that he, he was in India. That's why he called them Indians. <laughs> all right, well, let's just take the metaphor. Are the people that we're calling Native Americans, are they the same as the people in India? Will they ever admit that? <laughs> Not in the caste system. Even people that are right one village away from each other won't admit that they're part of each other. This is the division. That's called being routed. 
Okay, so what you will find in these projects that go on on, on on these planned nets, when they turn into planned nets, okay, is you'll find that the blood of the indigenous people make up the netherworld, okay, and that all those sacred burial grounds and graveyards and all that, that's what's still holding up the spiritual world there and guiding people. Some people still get guides. <laughs> Some people hear things and they, it tells them and suggests what they should be doing. They migrate to other parts of the land and they build their house there and they stay there. Okay, so there's still some kind of ethereal encouragement going on from some levels, either lower or higher. But I'm telling you, the indigenous built the netherworld because they built it in Angkor Wat. If you know what you're looking at, you can tell this is all netherworld stuff. This is when you build the composite beings. Same thing with uh, uh, Kemet. You've seen the, the composite beings being built, the face like the body like a human, face like a dog. This means all the traits of every single uh, essence that are, that are going to be needed are being infused into creating this particular new being. Okay? And so we'll keep going. You have then the Africans laying after the foundation. And I'm just talking about what goes on in the U.S., but the reality is this went on in every single country. The more perfected it was, according to this blueprint, the stronger that country is now with guiding itself into the wrong direction, but meaning under control, okay? So then they come in with Africans, and Africans built all of the foundation to everything there. They have the color of the foundation, okay? All of the grunt work that nobody wants to do, <laughs> The cotton and the, all those resources that all these other beings are still using. And let me, so let me explain to you. The indigenous are, they're almost run off the land. They're still there in the netherworld. They're, most of them have been extinguished. Then the first layer, physical slaves actually working, moving around things and working with the sweat of their backs, etc. Then the next layer, they bring the Poles, the Slavs, and the Italians in as the laborers. Right? They're now on top of the foundation and building on that and building the buildings. And then they put, bring in the Nords and the Germans as the taskmasters. Okay? But here's something I want to tell you. In the entire perspective of this entire thing, everyone is in the same position, stuck in a matrix. Do you realize that even being the one who's doing the tasking is warping your mind if you're doing the tasking it's actually you're, you're beating you don't even have a refuge <laughs> like at least the one that you're beating it's just say oh one day we shall overcome and this is not what i'm accepting so when i leave here there's a better place but the one who has been programmed that they call a superhuman meaning a super super slave excuse me ubermitch this is the word ubermitch super slave the, that one doing the tasking is getting warped by the task, okay? Because everyone's in the matrix, they're in the same position. And that's why I said, you have to be able to do a micro-macro approach because if you're in there, you'll be like, well, the Germans, they had it better. And then you go over here to the Slavs, <laughs> they had it better. And the Poles are like, it was the Serbs. The Serbs had it better. They're always over. The Chinese are like, yeah, all of you. You see, so this keeps up. This is the system. This is the blueprint. They love that. Each one thinking that they're greater than the other, but still, and then you got the people, I call them the, uh, the, the superhumans or, uh, as, uh, as a super slave, right? So there's a superhuman, which means you've achieved greater potential of the entire uh, chakra center and structure, and you're fully activated. And then there's Ubermitch, meaning that you've basically been educated by a false system, uh, and you know how to do technology, and you know how to do all that kind of stuff, okay? And then, and then that is your career, Okay? Notice how you got these people, what I have it written down here? Oh, my career, my career, my career. Super jobs. 
right? They got super jobs. They're working in this huge-ass factory with this hedron collider. <laughs> you see, you get the plate, you're still working <laughs> for something else. <laughs> and that's why I always say that on the top is this unseen being, meaning it is an energy that anytime you get involved with these kind of predatory systems and you get into the cogs of it and start doing it too, then you become subject to it. You can't get out of it. You can't see anything else but it. So now, today's the keys are, today the keys are released to get you to see something else of what's going on. It's happening to all of us. And until we come together, it will not end. So as an ender, this is ender's game, I'm going to put it all together, put us all together, be a bridge, okay? Bridge means people walk across you. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I know higher, I know more. Mm, and then they get all the way up there. And basically what they've done is they just used you as a step in the ladder to get up higher. And all I'm saying is go, go. I'll be behind you in just a minute. And then I'm coming back down again and I'm going to go back up. And then what's going to happen though? Remember, quarter horse runs fast, but it doesn't run strong. And that's why I say steady as she goes. Because as I come down the cycle again, I'm in a rush to climb the ladder. I'm going to push up a lot of people as I'm going up the ladder again. But this time I'm starting with the netherworld, right? And the interesting part is, is that the netherworld of your world to most people is the higher world. And let me explain this to you. And we're talking about then, again, negative netherworld, okay? Your stars, your actors, and I won't even say they're yours in respect for a lot of the people that are on this line, but the ones who have alienated themselves into another state of consciousness, mainly closed, okay, and unbalanced, they are perceived as the higher people in this world, the, the Nas, the Jay-Zs, the presidents, and the Bamas, and the, uh, and the queen, and all these kind of people, right? They're perceived as higher. But when I say we need to go low to the netherworld, this means we have to go and get them. <laughs> if I said we need to go to the top, some people are like, oh, you're talking about the Queen of England? No. <laughs> when I say we need to go to the netherworld, that's when we're going to go get the Queen of England and Anna, who's still in the nether netherworld trap with her son, Damuz. <laughs> you see what I mean? That's what we're going to do. So because those are the anchors, those are the eidolons, those are the states of consciousness that when they move, when they shake, that's the term of the, the Arabian, uh, the, the most powerful of the Arabians, the shake, okay? When they shake and they uh, crack off the shell, then all of the things that are anchored to them are released. That's how demons are released from humans. When you shake right, going into a high vibration, the shell cracks. The shell is the demon, okay? The shell is the shade is Shaddai, the pentagram, okay? Like, think about all of what's being said here. And this knowledge, and let's go ahead and scroll into that picture again, this knowledge comes from Arabia. They were already dealing with the jinn. So what happened with our forefathers, our forefathers went into Arabia on this adventure like what we go into on PlayStation, and the adventure that they got involved in was a real one, though. And there were perils on the path, meaning beings that weren't even perceived yet and understood by many of the Caucasians that ran into Arabia attempting to forge agreements or vices. I have another uh, uh, document that is a, what's called a vice. And what it is is it's basically, it looks like a contract, but it's written in, in, uh, in Arabic, 
and the binding of it to anyone who signs it binds them to the jinn, the chief of them, which I won't get into right now just not to get anyone infuriated on the line because these are all fiery energies. So let me show you what they did. Notice how on this picture it says desert, hot sand, desert, okay? Because what happened was is these men were commissioned from Arabia to build this blueprint here in the United States. Well, I'm actually not in the U.S. now, but to build the blueprint in the United States, meaning to actually build the same system that was a system of imprisonment, which is the Setian, the Setian culture, okay, and that God set of Egypt in the United States. That's why the whole thing is Egyptian in the United States. You see obelisks, see all this stuff everywhere because this is the commission that they've been given. Now, notice here in, in two, you know, I have these numbered. In two, whether you can see that or not on your screen, what you'll find circled is two things. I want you to realize that some people, especially my melanin-dominant uh, friends, the ones that we love, they always look at things like this and say, see, black people right there on top. I told you, black people are on top. <laughs> but not noticing what is in the hands. What's in the hands is all the goods, okay? All of your goods were taken and given to who? And you see it on the top right corner, number the two there, set. Because that staff, which is connecting down the page, is called the Setian staff. Now, again, the, the initiated individual already is aware of all of this, okay? And the deeper level of this is that in number four, okay, the words you see there circled as number four, if you had this copy, it, it's hard to see, it's easier to see now, but if you had this, these are called cryptograph, this would be a pyramid with the sphinx sitting in front, okay? But when you just look at the shadow that the picture is casting, the head on the shadow, which kind of looks very similar to the, to the anvil, is actually the head of Set, okay? So this lets you know how deeply that this is involved as far as on the occult level. This is not a game here, people. This is not, oh, okay, they're, just, they're playing around. Oh, they're so superstitious. No, okay, this is about another level of knowledge of tones and vibrations and entities that have extended across time, defeated time through encasing themselves in tones, okay? So look at six. The six, it says the night of power, okay? This means there's a knowledge of specific alignments that give more power to specific entities, mainly those who want to keep slavery going on. And that's why I say these religions, Christianity is a slave religion. You are a slave to that God. You have a conviction, a sentence, right? If you try to leave, you're convicted. You got to come back. At best, you're a soldier that will die as a martyr, okay? So people need to snap out of it. Wake up, Alice. We're in something that's so deep. The level of knowledge that these forefathers, forefathers was the ones we dealt with. Six, six fathers, Vikings, were also the ones that got dealt with also. They came out with horns on their head, right? And they got the horn on their head. That horn on the head comes from Ethiopia. That horn on the head is Menelik, Moloch. The bull god. So now how is the papal bull 
even now associating himself with the bull god in Baphomet because it's all the same system. It's not about who does it belong to. That's what they love. Fight over it. <laughs> Fight to be a slave. Think about it. This is my religion, my God. Oh, your God is... Your watch, the demon energies and the malevolent forces have harnessed the energy of individuals of anger because anger is the energy they love to deal with. They know how to master the fire. The symbol is of a Baphomet because it is a symbol of this root chakra. Why? The root chakra is male and female. Okay, it needs both of those forces to press down to, to generate energy. So the Baphomet is male and female. Okay, so there's the, the sign of the Baphomet is this. This is a mudra to clear digestion. Okay, so all the connection, the Baphomet is supposed to be the devil or in the devil is from hell. Okay, and hell is hot. The root chakra is red and yellow, the colors of fire, and that fire burns up impurities. Impure people go to hell and burn. Okay, this is the exoteric interpretation in Christianity. Okay, so you see that all of this, like I said, the seven churches of Revelation, those are the seven chakra centers, Abraham and Sarah, Abraham and Saraswati, Christ, Krishna. You see what I mean? All of this is being plagiarized but changed changed several times even back then don't try to find the originals you're the original don't go try to find anything it's here okay so let's keep going and also um i'm just asking everyone to respect the chat box you know if you get crazy in the chat box obviously you're going to get removed and um you know we're, we're progressing here <laughs> you know when there's Someone trying to progress, and there's people fighting in the background and all that kind of stuff. I mean, come on with it already. Just get the knowledge and get the information and expand. You know, you have to worry about somebody else. Like we were talking about before, if you're always tapped into these, these emotional energy centers and they're not balanced, your chakras are not balanced, your emotions are not balanced. So then every time you tap into emotion, anger, fear, all these kind of emotions, they come out in a twisted, distorted way, even happiness. So people find happiness in, in, in attacking other people and in, in, in triumphing and winning. And these kind of things, you know, we're here to instruct and we're here to get you off the planet, out of slavery. So just, you know, keep that in mind. So I'm sure everyone on the, on, on most people on the line, at least 99% of them are in one accord with that. So last but not least here, understand the, the layouts of, uh, of this kind of, these kind of routes, like care, old, uh, old school caravan, new school ley line, okay? And these routes show from the Golden Gate I always knew there was something about that Golden Gate Bridge straight into the temple, and I believe that's in Indian, Indiana, right? But think about it. If it's Indiana, Indians, India, what's going on? Do your own math in your own head. Inward division. What is inward division? <laughs> it's all there. It's in the etymology because the word is not even what we call an English word, okay? I'm making sure my sound is on here, so... Obviously, uh, let me see, I got a few more things to say about this image, and let me just make sure I cover everything, because again, we have no rush. Okay, so this is what I want to talk about, and um, this has something to do with your roots again. I already explained to you before, and you can uh, shift the camera back to me, and we're just getting things tightened down here. I already explained to you before about what I'm just calling codename Akhenaten. 
This is that whole idea of mono, meaning there's only one monotheism, in that there's no other gods, meaning there's no other humans, basically. Everyone else is on the low level, and this is the author of confusion, okay? Because once that starts, once this whole chosen thing starts, that means there's some that are not chosen. And then this opens up the tiers and the caste systems and all of this stuff that creates a lot of stress, trauma for these kind of organisms that we're in, okay? So the next stage of consciousness for us is to also understand how our genetics, because now we're all connected, I'm speaking from that perspective, all of us connected, now how our genetics have been run down, okay? And it has been done in succession. This is, some, this is not something new. There's nothing new under these suns, okay? This is about mind controlling and wearing down the entity until the point where they submit, bow down at least five times, ten times a day. Who knows? Always in prayer, begging and asking for something to, to hunt you, <laughs> Like, this is, this is the, the debasement, okay, or the basement, all right? And I'm getting, just getting to my nose, my, <laughs> yeah, getting to my nose here, my senses. My senses show me that it's, I'm, I'm going to go past to the future. But the way I wrote it was from the future to the past, <laughs> So I'm going to have to recite it that way and start with us, okay? This particular age. Now, I'm going to show you the complete wearing down of the identity. Actually, let me try to do this because I did it. I wrote it down the other way, but let me actually try to do it the other way because, um, you know, it's going to be quite complex, but let me just explain it like this. So, see, the designation, and just so everyone understands where this is going to get confused, is I have it as us, our parents, their parents, and then before them, okay? So that's the designation. So we're going to start before them, several generations back, four, five, six generations, okay? If we zoom in on the first round of the degradation of the gene, you'll see that the world was in diaspora. This is the condition that they were in. People were going from one place to another, for some reason, some say it's a flood. Whatever happened in Anchor Wat with why that whole, they say that the irrigation channels broke and all those people migrated or what we're calling the Indians now, okay? So somewhere around that period, there was great upheavals, a world diaspora. There were some capitalizers also though, meaning those who were in the higher reaches, the Alps and these different higher mountain ranges, they didn't have these kind of lower, lower land problems, okay? So these lower land people also suffered great invasions, okay, where they were bought in and put under slavery and made and tasked to work for some oligarch, monarch, king, emperor, chief, okay? So this is the, the feudal systems, Okay, and this is also uh, even, I call it from the point of the Sumerian times. You know, the Sumerians, it says in their book, the first place they went was Punt, which is Nubia. The moment they come from their, the higher reach, the higher lands, they go into the lower lands in order to get their slaves and start civilizing and all these kind of things, okay? Let me show you something here, and this is what people are not realizing. Even in Costa Rica, the Mount Chiripo, which is, one, is the highest mountain range here, has seashells on top of it. So this means that this whole area was underwater not too long ago, 
okay, con- considering time. And so as we go back these thousands of years, you find that there's been a shifting to where everyone is. But there are many things that live here that know the places that don't get submerged or dr- droughts or these kind of things, okay? And they navigate to those places. Many people know those places are in the center of the earth or very high mountain ranges, such as Tibetans. They live in those areas because those are the last areas to experience any of the, uh, the issues with any kind of uh, uh, acts of God, as they call them, okay? So let's go then to see uh, that our four or five generations ago, everyone was under already the yoke, okay? So lots of beating, lots of torturing, lots of debasement first sets of genes. Now, their kids, okay, their kids then dealt with slavery and mental abuse, meaning the capturing few survived, but their, their, their uh, children became the slaves. So now they've been dealing with slaves, abuse from the slaves' masters, alcohol abuse was rampant. That was like the drug of the time, okay, alcohol. You know, indigenous, look at the Indian tribes. In the United States especially, what is the number one addiction that people from the Indus Valley and people from Nubia have? Alcohol, fermented rye, okay? Generally, the plants that were most uh, sacred to them as being uh, uh, connected from an indigenous level, okay? So these fermented drinks became their downfall. Now the genes go even down even further, okay? So this is alcohol abuse rampant amongst Native Americans and European Americans. Debasing of all pride in a thorough erasing of all cultural insight, okay? This is to the black man and to the white man alike in all spectrums in between. Because if you notice, even if you go into the books, if, some, uh, if a Caucasian male goes into the books, he's told that his... <laughs> His whole story and everything lies within another race. That's not true. <laughs> These people have their origins too. Their origin is being a race. Same thing with us. When we go into our history, they're now trying to rewrite our history and say our history is in the hands of that man. And that's not true. Our history is where it still is. So the reality here is, is that all races are under attack by other races is cultures <laughs> and, and religions, etc. So we keep going. One more level up. Our parents, we'll call it. War, either they were dealing with war or pacifism. You had these movements coming through, ultra-pacifying everyone, these hippie movements, things like that, putting everyone on all the drugs, further tampering with the DNA. Why some were being aggressively enhanced to be more warlike. So you have peaceful people and very warlike people. Just not a good mixture. It continues. DNA continues to crumble. This is the advent of real drugs during this time. This is when LSD and, and, and acid and all these kind of drugs, while that they still offer some insights to the spiritual world, they don't give a complete spectrum of what's really going on in the spiritual world. How can they? A person doesn't even have activated chakras. Like, think about it. We're not, like, some people say, well, you know, I think that hallucinogenic drugs are great because they expand the consciousness. Expand consciousness of what? <laughs> Like either, the only thing that expands consciousness is a developed chakra center. Open gateway drugs, depending upon what environment you're taking them in, has the potential to damage those chakra centers, thus giving a distorted perception of what spirituality really is. 
So when you pour New Age movement on top of it and pacifism, what you get is an entire ethereal kingdom of ascended masters that are just archon and eidolons. They don't even really exist. And all these people out in fairy world that could be doing something vividly about what's going on in reality with activating their kundalini, grounding that, that uh, crown chakra energy, and then allowing the seeds of what they've gained gleaming off of these higher truths to be spread into the atmosphere of, uh, of, of the individuals that need it. So we go on to us, complete loss of identity, meaning that all this history and all this kind of stuff even starts boring people out there, I'll give to it. Yeah, I already know. I already know my history. No, you don't. You don't know your history as a powerful spiritual being you, because there's no such thing as a history of that. Like it extends into spaces with no time. So if you haven't got into that yet, then you should listen closer because this is what's going to tell you how to actually get into it. Get into yourself because of realizing that this this particular generation now already dealing with this, this, uh, this DNA that has been misconfigured, reconfigured, etc., are into the computers, the video games, the new age movement, and this media pushes whatever it wants and tells the person this is what you should do, and then a lot of people just follow it because they have no roots. They don't have something that says, hey, I don't think you should do that. See, when you have roots, let me just talk to you about what roots really are on a physical level. Roots are like great-grandmother, right? So if you sit with great-grandmother or great-grandfather, and then you see where their mind state is because of what they've been through, but also how they still have survived through it, when, they, when you suggest, when they see the stuff on TV today, or you ask, hey, you know, is that even okay? It's not even in their, their whole diameter to even get involved, Okay. And this is because they are rooted and solid within what they believe in. We just still know that they are believing now and also things they cling into this religious God and all this stuff. So this doesn't make them necessarily the authority, but it, you can learn from every generation the pros and cons and the perfection of our cycles. You see what I mean? How we can clean this DNA back up, bring everything back together and, and enlighten the species. This is how it has to be done, but you got to go to the roots. And this is what we're talking about with the Muladhara chakra today and the root chakra. You got to know where you came from. You got to know where at least the last six generations have been through turmoil. It's been Armageddon for them. Armageddon already started. Spiritual wars, physical wars, mental wars are all going on. Silent wars, noisy wars, they're all going on. So what we have an opportunity to do is end wars. And to end wars, you need to end time. Because time is actually what creates this fear of death. So anytime fear is present, then there's going to be a war. There's going to be a war of resources over who has what. People are gonna, the more population increases without there really being an insight to the spiritual world, the exit basically, the realm that you can go to that has tons of space, then the organism only gets more stressed, right? And then it gets under pressure the more the population increases. This is why, and for those that are listening uh, uh, of malevolent or benevolent persuasion, realize if you're here, all of us are going to deal with this situation and are dealing with it right now. The more things grow, if there's not knowledge of another world and how to get into it, mainly into it, okay, then all of this whole idea of what reality is, whether you're benefiting or not benefiting, is going to change itself so drastically it will be unfathomable. You see what I mean? That's why this level and potency of information is actually coming out. Because the, re, the, the, uh, the alternative to what can occur should, cannot even be thought of right now. We have to open the valve. Because what you're dealing with is you're dealing with a womb then. 
okay? And it's ready to give birth. Now there needs to be another place for it to go. This is very simple. Like if the baby is almost about to come out, it doesn't matter if you're sleeping in an alley for the baby to come out. This is a real thing. Root chakra is about dealing with reality, not, allow, not letting emotions, oh, I don't want to hear about that. That's emotional. Listen to what's going on. The world needs to birth. There's no other worlds created. Why? Because the, the reality, and we talked about this very difficult concept to understand. You have to get into physics. You've got to get into high stages of consciousness. But the reality shows you is that everyone is here except for one person. And I have a large dissertation and conversation to explain this. But what it talks about is, is it talks about basically how, how these multiple worlds are created, these holograms. They're created with some initial being, the one, quote unquote, thinking about it all. So every time you, in being the, in the position of the one, think about something. I should go to the story today. I should do, I should do this. I should have made this move. Um, I, I should go there. Every time you have those thoughts, worlds are created based on you making those thoughts. But the only thing those worlds are missing is you. It's deep, but this is the truth. It's missing you because obviously you just thought about it. You didn't fulfill it, but it's still there running. And then in those worlds, which are constantly inhabited, there's things always looking to inhabit worlds, okay? In those worlds, everyone is in there like everything is here except for God. Hmm. Are we living in one of those worlds? In our consciousness. But think about it. In the external world, it's already going on. Everyone here pretty much doesn't believe that there is a God. They're playing with it. There's about 95% of the people don't believe there's really a God, even if they are religious, because they've never seen really this God, and it doesn't sit and talk to them all day. It's not vivid enough for them, okay? So we need to gain bearing on what exactly is happening here. God is missing. So the supreme being, that's my perfected term because God is still God, the Germanic God, good. It, the supreme being is missing. Who's the supreme being? Who's a supreme being? You see? See, a slave won't accept that it's the supreme being. That's why the system uses slavery. It's not just, oh, let's make money, let's make money. They create money. What, what would be the purpose in that? It's to create a slave. A slave is a specific kind of energy that won't accept that it is the energy. Okay? Even though it's doing everything. Slaves that build everything. But supposed to be the lowest, that doesn't even make any sense. Surely the one who builds is the highest. So understand these dogmatic structures, even masonry, especially masonry, excuse me, they say you're a builder, you're a slave to free, doing it for nothing. Pharaoh is free. Doing it for nothing means that it, the energy is not cycling. Like, there'll be people still here today. They get off the phone. They have tons of resources, but they won't give to this network or to any other network, really. They won't give anything that's actually going to really take a dent in what they actually have. They'll actually only give what is comfortable for them to give, even though they can distribute the goods themselves. Meaning that a lot of people say, well, I don't want to give my money to somebody <laughs> and, you know, they don't do anything. I don't want to, you know, I'm, that's why I'm not giving my money away. You can go do it yourself then. Go take the money and go do something. 
It ain't that kind of party. See, we're playing games in our minds, and as long as the games go on, then the matrix will play. As long as the chakras don't develop, then the person will be in the matrix. So let's keep going here. We're going to actually get ready to take a break, but not exactly right now. Let me just make sure I finished off. we got about 30 more minutes left, and I'm going to go through the manual that I've actually sent because I've explained a lot of things today. And then now, when I add this last layer to it, it all should really make sense with the manual, why I'm listing certain things, why certain things are your allies, why they're that color. So you can intuitively, intuitively find these kind of objects that you can resonate with. Because remember, all this is a mirror. You're, this is not a genie in the bottle effect. You grab a jasper crystal that's dark, deep red because the energy that it is carrying corresponds to the dark, deep red chakra because it is a mirror of that chakra. Right? So there's no worship here. Let me do some water worship. Oh, water. Mmm. 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 Water worship. I tell you, water worship is probably better than worshiping gods. Why? Because the water, the moment you drink it, you can feel it. You can see what it's doing for you. You can get generation. So the elements then, and that's why there's four corners to this Muladhara chakra. The elements are the gods, okay? And so the perfection of these elements, perfection of water, perfection of wind, perfection of wind, right? Perfection of sight. This means seeing things as they are, not how you want to see them, not fairy tale, right? Perfection of sense. No, I sense something, but not paranoia and not disinformation. You see what I mean? So perfecting of these senses, they're all here. Sight, hearing, taste, smell, touch, all can be done from this this microcosmic verse, universe here. Then there's a bigger one, our entire body. There's one in the torso. Most of the organs that actually that do all of, the, all of that is here. In the netherworld, believe it or not, this is the legs. There are base elements here, okay? Makes it fun. It makes it a real astral quest. Like you get a chance to see that you're really on the quest, whether you wanted to join or not. You say, I don't know about that show. You want to know about yourself. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and take a, a brief break here. And when we come forward with the last part of the show, we're going to go through the manual, which will be upgraded. That's why I have it as version one. Because as we keep going, next week's manual, or excuse me, the week after's manual, we'll have more things added to it. And then when this is complete, this Muladhar Chakra Handbook, which is open source, you can go and give it to anyone, it's absolutely free, no copyrights, no none of the craziness can assist a person with the foundation of what they need to do. Because if you think about it, why start anywhere else? But notice the reality and the personalities of most. They just want to go to the highest thing, but never want to actually do the work to get there. So they call slaves like that. You see, if you don't want to go and do the work, someone else has got to do the work then, right? But that's false. Because no one can do the work for you. So this is why religions always contain these saviors and gods who supposedly did all the work for you. And then all you need to do is just pick up the book. Like some of the people, they, they, get, they, they, they get on my nerves in a certain tense, you know, if I, if I tap into that kind of energy. But it's easy to pick up a Bible and to go and preach it on the mountaintops because it's already written. Go and create something new in you, the place that was in Kemet where new things came out from the ground of the hole, the abyss or Abyssinia. 
okay? Go and do something new. And then when you come back, though, because every time a person plunges into this new reality, right, it's like going into a hole. We call it wholeness. It's new, so nobody knows what's in there. The only thing that we really can do is like, yo, you strapped up? Yeah, I'm strapped. Yo, you okay? Yeah, I got my talismans and stuff. Yo, you all right? Yeah, I'm just doing it all on breath right now, baby. Yo, what's going on over there? Oh, man, shh, shh. I'm not talking right now. I'm going to be pasta now. All right. Okay, what, what about you? Just eating these goji berries, man, because I know once I get in there. So because all what's going to happen here, because the room is going to go. Like it's something I come to tell you. We have a date with it. I already went. <laughs> you could go now, but there is a default point when everyone's life, when you go over, right? So there is a massive birth that's going to happen, right? So only thing that I'm here doing is preparing you for that birth. I'm not trying to introduce you to anything that is offline and not in part of this, etc. Like I'm just doing my, my duty because the reality is, is that also there's a saying that says, I'd rather reign in hell than serve in heaven or something like this. It's an old Faustian term. But what's, what it's meant by this is that the higher states of consciousness are always in service to the lower worlds. Think about it. You can think. So thought is a part of the higher states of consciousness, so it's always being used by the lower world. I think I should do that. So what you're thinking to do is supposedly a higher world, but you're using it. You see? So keep it in line with what exactly is going on, and this is how you'll gain the most power. So in your state of consciousness, if your consciousness is high, you are a servant to the world and to the organism, to the garden, right? And in this state, this, is, this balanced state, there's no issues with that. Okay, when there's symbi symbiote going on, you're cycling energy, you're, you're planting, you're seeing your stuff grow. You're not seeing ravagers come take all your crops. You plant your seeds, your kids here. You're not watching your kids just go down the drain because some oligarch is teaching them what it wants to teach. Access the power, but it's not in some witchcraft, Satanistic, Eliastocralic book. It's in here. That's what the Muladhara Chakra is. It's the hammer of Thor. Look at the rune stone. It's the Thuraz, the, the actual hammer. It's used to defeat any kind of foe. Notice what the, uh, the Urus, it's the strength, the bovid, Arak. Still going. Still pulling. It's just not, it's nothing. I'm John Henry through this. Right? That's what we were. And that's why if you watch the DNA, because the DNA is the will, it's your W-H-E-E-L-W-I-L-L, -L, this whole spiraling motion is the will, right? So if you don't have the will, you don't want to do it. So that's why all the stuff that when it, I don't feel like fasting, I don't feel like cleansing, I don't feel like buying these supplements, I don't feel like doing this, I don't feel like doing that, it's because the will is broke. When the will is broke, it can roll through it. It's just like easy. Notice what we're talking about. A wheel is circular, so when it's not broke, it rolls through things with ease. It's actually more uh, in incline to just rolling over. Notice the wheel on a circle. It's just like, mm, I want to roll over, right? But when it's broke, it gets stuck, and then it doesn't want to move, and it, gets, it stays in a state of consciousness, believing that everything that it thinks is true is the only thing that's true. This is the negative side to the root chakra. That's why I call it bow. Bow the ball is the ball, okay? 
is the, uh, uh, the bull God, okay? Fiery, hot, upset. And this is something I also want to tell you. There's a difference, and we're going to take a break here because I, I think this is the part that, I, um, that I'm going to save for when we're going through the books, but there's a difference between the Kundalini of the West, which is hot like fire, okay? It burns. You touch things, thing, you're hot. This whole area is hot like heat, right? Then the Kundalini of the East, which is actually cold, cold fusion, right? They, knew, they know what they're doing. So the, the Tibetans, the Lamas, they're sitting up there on the top of the Alps or top of the Himalayas, right? It's super cold. No problem. Why? Because the energy they're used to dealing with is a cold fire. It's what they call the, the, the center of the earth, the vril, okay? That whole energetic force, Odinic force, as they call it, is cold, so understand, in, in this, there are two forces that appear as the same thing. And that's why I was saying this old Baphomet is just a symbolism. It's an androgynous energy. It has a cold fire and then a hot fire, or a cold light and a hot light. That would be the best way to put it. So we're going to go and take a break here for a second. Obviously, we've got off to a great start. We only have 30 minutes left for the show. I'm going to go over what we introduced to the manual, and then we're going to go ahead and wrap things up with some phone calls in case someone wants to call in. Don't call in now. We're uh, calling uh, towards the end of the show, but the number is area code 585-653-6979. That's 585-653-6979. Maybe someone can put that in the chat box. Remember, there's no question that can't be answered. I'm dullest when I'm here doing the uh, uh, reciting of what I've already learned for this week. So I would love to actually intuitively assist you with understanding the keys or the major questions that generally get a person's will stuck in a rut. So let's move you out of that rut. Let's get you perpetual. Let's let you realize how to use both of these dualistic forces, merge them together, like Dynamo Jack says, between his root chakra and the dantain, mm, 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 collapsing all the chakras down like Russian dolls. Mm, mm, mm. Once you mold them together, uh, uh, then this compacted ball of power, okay? This, your gem, your jewel, okay? It gives off infinite energy, so there's no need to protect it. See, the real key here is, is that fear is about protection, right? So they can't come close to it. You pat that thing down in a tight ball of energy and because it's a generator. <laughs> what is generator? The power and the strength of the generator is based on the winding of the coil, right? So they take the copper wire, which is your muscles, right? All the muscles and fine twitch muscles, the copper, right? Flesh, they used to relate this to the serpent, right? All those microfiber tubes, right? When they get wound down tight, mm, 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 right? Wound tight, and then boom, you turn the generator on, efficient, powerful. It doesn't overheat, because remember, when the coil, if the coil windings are not tightened down properly, that space in between creates friction, right? Remember, they model all of this stuff after us. When that friction is created, that friction generates heat. Mm, he's a fire god then, okay? Actually, term, the, the term is correct, god, good. You go into the lower world, to the Muladhara, somewhere deep, twisted, right? And then 
hot, angry, upset, wanting to pour forth anger. God of the Bible, <laughs> always hot, symbolized by fire, fiery father, fear. You see? So realize we're in a system that the number one way of thought is wrong. And for those who say it is wrong, they are not liked. So it gives you an idea where you are. I'll see you in a second. Okay. Okay, here we go, here we go. And let me uh, just go ahead and if someone can confirm for me that I'm coming in clearly on sound, we can go ahead and uh, get started here. Um, again, if someone can uh, confirm <laughs> that you can hear me in the chat box. Okay, so someone says loud and clear. And thanks, Will. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and uh, get started. All right, so the, I obviously sent out this weekend uh, a study guide. And you should definitely see that looks like this. And I sent this out, if you're a member of the resistance, it will be in your mailbox. So if for some reason you don't have it and you're listening to, today, to today's show, know that it's actually in your mailbox. All you got to do is go and look up uh, or type in your search engine uh, root chakra handbook or root chakra and it should come up. Um, so I'm going to start going through this very briefly, just uh, so, well, not necessarily briefly, but just so you can understand the correspondences to the root chakra and how that works. So here's the cover page, and let's go to the second page here. <coughs> All right. Okay. And right here, I said the energy of compression, and obviously you would have read this in the, the chakra yoga book that I sent out the previous week, which was obviously quite awesome. Um, the chakra yoga book in itself is really all you really need. It's almost like if you just get that book and have to retreat after that, you can definitely do some massive stuff for yourself because it's straight out what goes on with the inner worlds and the outer worlds, how that uh, affects you from an energetic level, especially what you eat, what you breathe, what you take in, and also the exercises that are necessary to cultivate these organs. Because remember, these chakras are they're not even children yet. You have to really, really um, take care of your chakras. This is something that I, I really want you to know that your, your chakras are your worlds. They're your seeds. So you have to defend in a tense. If there's to anything to defend, defend your chakras from you. <laughs> Meaning that it's still us. That's why we're waging this war on ourselves because our chakra may say, no, don't drink the Pepsi. And then the Pepsi gets drunk then the immune system gets a hit 60% uh, uh, down, the immune system goes. And then it stays that way for the next four hours. So there's a lot of key knowledge to, to exactly what you're doing with your system and how you're attacking your own world. And then this leaves you susceptible to the physical correspondences of those things to be able to attack you. So this is how you become harmonic with the reality where you're not facing any attacks from the reality is that you can't attack the reality. <laughs> it's that simple. That's why the power is in every person's hands, whether they realize it or not. But that last part, whether they realize it or not, is a big thing. Realization doesn't come into a certain stage of development. And this is also what goes on with the chakras. A body develops the final three chakras, maybe, 
You see what I mean? It's not a guarantee that everyone has these high chakras. That's a development. This is like why you don't have other appendages on your body that an echolocation and these kind of things, and they're active because they're in development. So what's supposed to develop those? Chakra. Chakra is the development of the, the powers and of the great beyond. I can't even tell you what the great beyond is like because for everyone it's different. It's completely tater to, tailored to the organism. The organism's only supposed to stay in realization that all itself as you're flying through the fields of amazement, okay? So there's no words that I can, there's no words I can compress into explaining it to you because words are like trying to put ele an elephant in a straw when it comes to explaining this kind of limitless energy. So here we go. The energy of compression is the creative force underlining the material world pulling particles together like building blocks to manifest the earth element, okay? So this is a deep thing because it talks about that this is the force responsible for pulling us together, not just your physical body, but also on the dimension, the ones that perfect and balance the root chakra will bring the world together, okay? So it's a big thing. It doesn't just happen to you on the inside, you become enigmatic at doing that on the outside world, right? So, Because you'll see verifications of if your activation is working properly. It's a vivid thing. There's no placebo here, okay? So this gravity in the controlling of gravity gives you the ability to not only buffer your chakras, meaning send magnetic energy around your chakras to allow them to spin, allow other people's chakras to spin, but it also gives you the ability to trek the tunnels of time, meaning that time, what we know as dimensions and realities are all separated based on what we call time and gravity mainly. And so when you start tapering with time and gravity, that's a time machine. So also realize that you are in the world, whether you know how to do it or not still, but you're in a world with beings who know how to do time travel internally and externally, okay? Because there's no way you're gonna have very large magnetic devices with counter-rotating pieces of metal made out of, of rare elements spinning around rapidly enough to not cause a rip in space-time through energy signatures, meaning that all the devices that are capable of going beyond through time and ripping, uh, or going through time are ripping time. So in a tense, they quirk and they go through the womb again. So this is something that can't actually be done by one individual or one organization continuously without destroying a world. Everyone must go together because when the womb gets the signal that everyone has left the womb or that the, there's been an exit in the womb, then the womb goes into dormant phase and regeneration phase, just like a woman's womb. When had the child, now once the, once the signal of the body says, okay, the child is out, then there's a whole nother, doo -doo 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 -doo. then the mother goes into regeneration, the womb shuts down. So anyone that is still or anything that is still inside of that womb, when it shuts down, it ain't going to be the place to be. That's why I was saying more than anything, you just need to understand the sexual nature or sexual nature of how you got here and read that as the most holy, sacred text to realize that you're going to go in the exact same cycle, but the complexity of how you realize, or excuse me, the great detail of how you realize this cycle 
is your consciousness while you're going through the cycle. Meaning, the more you're aware of what's really around you, you can get what you need, not just from a, 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 a shard of grass, but from yourself. See, notice how anything that we go and get external, it's like looking at a, a, a greater than a less than chart. Everything external is going to be on the less than side. You're only going to start getting into the greater thans when you start dealing with yourself. So that's what creates the netherworld. All of this, what we need to do to get back to who we really are, is the netherworld. And this is why there's all these external substances and things that one has to ingest in things as they're getting themselves back to balance, okay? And then once they achieve this, this is the merging of two sides, the masculine and the feminine, the hot, the cold, the black, the white, the ill, the, 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 uh, the ill and the great, the strong uh, and, and the weak. All these, when you start being able to utilize them to strengthen you, like if I see a person's weakness, rather than getting sad and downtrodden, I get strengthened to want to be strong enough to ensure that kind of thing doesn't have to continue to happen. Every time you see someone's benefit, you, you know, all of these things, you go back over the system. It's like you scanning yourself <laughs> and saying, okay, let me go back into another state of thought. So let's get uh, in, in, in my primordial thought, and let me build from there. So that's what the Muladhara Chakra is. So let's see the next page here. And let me get to the next page here. I have a brief write-up here about basically what I just explained to you, but I also wanted to show you the directory because that's how the pages are listed. So there's effects of the root chakra. This is when the chakra is open and when the chakra is closed. The body parts, meaning what body parts correspond to this chakra? Sound, shape, and color. This means the sound, shape, and colors that best correspond to the chakra. The age. The, that means the time in which the chakra is developing. The gender, force, and meditative direction. This means primarily what direction is the chakra to be uh, uh, thrusted in, its propulsion, its inertia that you give to it, because it's, and when it's balanced, it's perpetual. But just like you see in this world, the reason why they say nothing is perpetual is because everything needs some kind of inertia. I mean, it needs it to push it one time. No problem. We'll exert that little bit of energy rather than exhaust ourselves uh, with not having the energy activated. You need to know how to push this chakra on the mental and the uh, physical level so that way it, it, uh, it activates it. And then uh, we have, I need to switch my view here. We have tarot and rune meaning that there is still a great deal of knowledge within these systems. And if you understood them from this perspective, they actually render a lot more insight than they do from the occult perspective. Um, let me see here. Page display. Come on. Single, enable scrolling. There we go. Okay. And um, there's plants and crystals. Obviously, there's going to be a correspondence to each chakra on every single level. So this is covering the plant kingdom and the, uh, and the element, I mean, excuse me, and the... Um, the mineral kingdom, and you see here sustainability and repair, which means, you know, if you need to deal with the chakra, if you're already not flying, levitating around here, you feel the thrust coming out of your butt, basically that's what it feels like. It feels like a hearth beneath you and you're in the meditation. All of a sudden it starts getting, uh, depending on how much Eastern or Western Kundalini you have, either very cold or very hot, and then a thrust comes underneath you, right? So we'll get to that in a minute. Open and balanced versus closed and damaged. So we'll go through these. Security, insecurity, okay? Secure means confidence, 
being stable, like it, basically wherever you are, nothing will move you. This is the vision of the old man. And one day we're going to get some visuals to this. The old man, and he's sitting there, and there's this uh, giant ah, screaming and rushing at him. And the old man, there was a game like this, and he would just sit there until you got up on him, then pow. Because there was, there's no need to be back there like, ah, 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 because when the actual hit needs to happen to you and falsehood to knock it out, you need to be focused. So this reminds me of like, maybe some people remember the uh, Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> and there was a character, Ball Bull. It's all still symbolic. And Ball Bull will come in, boom, 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 boom. And you had to time it right to hit him in the stomach. <laughs> so it's a metaphor then. Because your timing right of what you're doing with this energy center and how secure you are in it is going to determine whether ball bull gets knocked out. And that there's a new Lord that's set up. And this Lord is just, a just governor. Meaning that inside of your body is all the masonry and all this stuff. It's supposed to go on in here. You're supposed to go in there and say, oh, okay, we're taking that king, that lord, that ball, that part, that generator out. And we're going to put this in. We're going to rewind it. We're going to retune this. Remember, you're not, don't get rid of anything. Regenerate it. Restore. That, think about it. It's kind of like what they're trying to teach in, in, in recycling. But it's if you have an object, and this object serves a specific purpose. And if it stops serving that purpose, but you can regenerate it and restore it and put it back into that purpose again, why, get, why ch keep changing it out for new parts and new services? You see what I mean? So this is what happens with your body and with your mind and your consciousness. You're not looking to throw anything out. You're looking to put it in its place so that it dissolves, okay? Because it will get eaten by what is to eat it. Like your past experiences of trauma can be eaten by a wise spiritual state of consciousness as knowing what not to do or to be, I'll never basically, I'll never go that low, never get myself into that position again. I'll never be in that level of balance, uh, dis imbalance, excuse me, because of my experiences and that's my strength, right? So security and security. Loyalty. Okay, this is just to me integrity, because when you get into loyalty for others, if they're not balancing, you're going to be loyal to something imbalanced. So put all this inside. Don't sometimes look at society, but look at yourself. Integrity and loyalty to yourself is respect for yourself. Make sure that when you get in front of something that you know is going to decay, you're going to decay. You got this integrity that says, no, I can't, I can't decay. Like, I can't, it does, a, it does a measurement, because remember, everything that we get involved in in life, even when you go outside, there's, there's pollution, and there's all these other things that decay the body. So it's also about, in this loyalty to self, is making sure that you reinforce. If you mess up something, clean up. Like, don't mess up something and then leave the mess. Show the loyalty and the respect for yourself to clean the mess. You see what I mean? Don't wallow in the mess. So there's also the being, the sh being shallow. This means nothing matters. Halfway doing things, not really watching. Look, clean up the stuff off the floor. Like, make stuff straight. Show that you're awake and you're actually here. You're looking. You're alive, okay? So stability, okay? Stability is a big thing because 
root chakra is about other things standing on you. Remember, all the other chakras still got to be built. So all your concepts and ideas of what you're to do in the future need to be built based on this foundation that you're developing now. So those are the kids then. And they don't get a chance to be born until they get a place to stay. And so you're going to build this, make it stable so that other things can actually build on top of it. So you can see closed and damaged chakras, they give a frailty to where the person is extremely sensitive. And this comes off as emotion. So this means the moment you say something that hits that chakra and it's on that chakra's level and it's not what they want, mmm. Because remember, emotion is the, re is the receptor for all chakras. But these emotions are very based. It's like happy or sad, basically. It's either one or the other. Happy, sad, angry, joyous. Those are still four. They basically still are either one kind of energy or another kind of energy, right? You need to learn how to use both of the energies. This is what makes this complex because most people will tell you, oh, no, you just get rid of the negative. Mm -hmm. You're going to get rid of the, the roots then. That's what you're going to do because, remember, just like what we talked about, the roots are the past, the experiences that some of them we didn't like that actually told us why we shouldn't do something again. So if we want to get rid of it, guess what? Repeat. Repeat. It's going to happen again. We're going to have to go through it again. So you need to gather more than divide this kind of energy from you. So let's keep going. Generous. Mm. Generosity. Man, this is definitely a chakra that needs to be worked on with most people because there's so much use taking place from the external world that some people, they're locked up on giving. They feel like, shoot, if I give anything to anyone else, then shoot, I'm not going to have anything for myself. Okay, okay. You're on one side of the chakra. I feel you. So give to yourself then. That's what I was saying. You don't always have to look externally. Are you saying giving to you or are you saying giving to you? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is give to yourself. Do something for you that's integrally really involved with you. Find truth and then say, truth, what is really good for me? You need to clean. <laughs> like you don't even let the, 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 the Toyota, the Ford Taurus out there go with not changing the oil filter. Like I've been without an oil filter since I was born. I still got milk oil plaque similac with iron sitting right in my intestines. Never going to Elysium. Elysium would only be another element, right? Elysium, magnesium, calcium, ium, ium means an element, right? So this is a riddle. Elysium is an element that actually sustains the body as if it's in paradise. That's Elysium. They'll realize who I am. Longevity. See? Longevity. Maybe in the future they'll realize who I am. Sometimes it takes a long time. <laughs> when you're on a cog of time and you're on the lowest one, this one is, is cool, though, because you don't want stuff flying at you too fast. And I know I'm going to have to watch my battery power here. I may need to get some more battery power because it just may cut out on audio. And I'll just keep my window open here. But you want to be flying too fast. And like I said, a quarter horse run fast, don't run long. You don't got longevity. Guess what? How, guess how long this is going to be? forever, infinite. See, these kind of words scare people. They're like, are you serious? I mean, expansion is forever. It doesn't stop. There's this thing that you can do. It's called go to sleep. <laughs> then you dream. So it still doesn't stop, but it's like a subconscious state. You have less control. They call that a matrix. 
You don't have control over most other functions. Something is autonomously doing that for you. You don't really think that you have to breathe. It's on auto. That's instinct. When you're completely subject, unsubjective, in the, in the subjective plane, Bodhisattva, Messiah, whatever, dolphin face, then every single ability that you have that you're utilizing, you're conscious of, right? That's a lot of responsibility. But it's not a lot when you're pushing off 5 million kilojoules, meaning that if something wasn't constantly sucking your energy, you could feel omniscience. The only stage that I'm talking about is omniscience, is being able to be aware of everything that's happening at one time and no sweat. You're breaking no sweat. You're not using English, though, trying to itemize everything about what's happening. So let's keep going, because you're going to need some stamina. Because remember, this, this constipation, because <laughs> we've got to get onto that other side, too. This is a constipation not being able to move the energy when you're this phenomenal being and you're constipated because the reality ain't, doesn't want your phenomenalness, <laughs> right? So these are all signs of a blocked chakra if you haven't yet been able to release yourself into this reality, right? And to show this world who you really are. Like, are you going to let you folks kill you? You're just going to die here, right? You're going to get old, crumpled up. Then, you know, you can't learn anything. Then, man, fight back. Woman, fight back, meaning fie to the back. <laughs> okay, let's change up the meaning of everything. Let's use it as our power. Fie to the back. No more division. No more spirals. Right? I'm dizzy off this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm dizzy. Let me get myself in, in good bearing again. Right? Let me figure out where I am. So remember all this is connected to your root chakra because this is about your passion like what makes me sit here and do this for four years i'm still in here it's something new i'm jabbing away like i said the <laughs> the bull i'm still pulling the load i'm picking the john henry through i know we're gonna bust through the whole side we bust through the whole side come back around to the front again and like what are these guys crazy are these people crazy they they already brought emancipation they're going around again we're going around again we come in even stronger open up the hole even bigger the world must be free. So what is it? Stamina, right? We've got to have the ability to get in there. And a lot of this also is integral with the physical body. So some of you guys sitting around wondering why there's no movement in the hand and you feel all sleepy because you got to get the blood moving. Like that's another part of what we're going to do with the Moodle Chakra. We can take the cameras downstairs. I'm going to show you some simple stuff on how to get this area built up because this is the area that builds up and cultivates the hormones for male and female. So simple movements in, in, in these kind of squats when building these areas, it builds the fluids. And so this is also engaging because remember the you can't take a bunch of these supplements and then just expect it to sit there and do all the work no the push <laughs> that's necessary for something to be perpetual must occur the inertia the fifth element uh, per se is you you have to get in there and just boom okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take this initiative and start getting this thing started up then work with it because obviously it's not been turned on in a long time like an old jalopy and then once it starts turning on then everyone's turned on. It, it happens. It's catchy. It's like people say, Stop. I want that kind of energy. It's here. Like it's <laughs> no placebo. But anyway, let me calm down because you, you can't be all crazy when you're trying to do the shows. Like I got to get out in the forest and run around and stuff after the show sometime. But balance is key because you have to be able to see what it can be and what it's going to take to get there. 
You can't like be one of these individuals that only want to enjoy when they're there all the time. They want to eat. This is like the, the rat with the pleasure button and push the pleasure button. Uh, push the pleasure button. Oh, yeah, it feels good. Only this, only this, only this. And you take your bitter medicines, right? Your, your himbes and those kind of bitter herbs that actually get the body into not wanting sweets. It starts because there's a whole system you got to do with your body. It's like once these ones that eat the sweets, they start overrunning everything. They start sending into your consciousness this, you know, very lax thoughts, very lack of conductivity, all these kind of things. You need you need a, a strong, powerful acids. I remember there's acid is not always a negative thing. And somebody say, oh, you need to be alkalinic. You need to be alkalinic. Too, al- too much alkaline or not the right kind of alkaline is the same thing as too acidic, not the right kind of acid. Because when you take certain supplements and you put the acid and the alkaline together, you come up with this perfect pH balance. So remember, this is also what you're doing. You got to get both of the elements. Just don't eat the sugar all the time. I love it. I love it. I love it. Be ready to get in the trenches and go and do something. That's why working out plays a big role because it's, you don't got to go and, 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 and get involved in something and, and too deep into the reality to already weather yourself so that you get stronger. Because when you work out, obviously you get tired. I mean, it's it's, you can make it fun, and that's when you turn the energy around completely, and you start seeing that in the reality. Things that are hard to do become easy and fun to do. So keep going, just stay focused, and remember that these chakras close equal the impotency. This is the weakness of, of the man's seminal fluids to the point where, and even the female's uh, uh, spinal fluids to the point where you can't stand erect, right? Remember we talked about she legit and these kind of things. Get those minerals back in your body because for the first time in history that we can remember, we now have obese, malnurtured people. Obese but malnurtured. There's no minerals in the food, but they're still getting fat because they're holding all the water and the salt, right? So think about what's going on. Then you got constipation. This is not having regular bowel movements. This lets you know if bowel is really doing what its job is. Task bowel. Beat bowel. Like this is the same, it's metaphoric of how you, ha- when you drive a bovid, every now and then you have to hit it with the whip. Like, come on, if, you know, there's other ways, but you think, let's just think directly at what we're talking about here. Bow must be ridden. He's a beast. It's a beast. It's not a he or her. Excuse me. It's a beast. It's a generator. It must be rode, right? So if you are not regularly moving, that means that it's not working, right? So you want to have at least two. At least one in the morning, but never two, three days are going by without a bowel movement. You have to get, you have to. It's not, think about it. It's not going anywhere. It's not disappearing. It's going, I mean, excuse me, it's not disappearing. It's going somewhere else and it's turning black and it's getting tight and it's rotting. And that's what's making it so small, but it's becoming small and then hard. And then this gets lodged into you. This is what makes you a Saturnalian. Because then you have all these dead particles all in the body, so you can't feel anymore. Your filters are clogged. So of all the chakras or eyes, there's dirt in the eye. So everything that you see is distorted. You can't see how things really are. So this is what happens. And if you haven't cleansed, it's happening to you. Trust me, the, the ego will have you at a point like, well, man, so this is what's happening to people. So this is, <laughs> this is what's happening to other people. It's a keither. This is, I call it ego. He's a Keither God. He just sits up there and talks about the whole thing. doesn't want to do anything about it. He's like, hmm, yeah, this is crazy. It's you in there. This is what, what even this masonry, these men didn't understand. You're making, you're building for Pharaoh so he can enslave your children. 
Don't think your children are going to escape. They think their children were going to escape because they were in a perception that you could be, there was freedom. When they freed the slaves, it was one of the biggest psychological trips for everyone because they say, now everyone is free. America is free. No. What they did was is they, sh- they made those, those uh, uh, Serbs, those Polish, those Irish, those uh, 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 Scandinavian, all those Caucasian or melanin recessive people in, in the United States believe that America was about freedom. And then they went into slavery too. They were already in slavery, but they went into a deeper level. They went in man in the machines. Like I said, my career, my career, my career. Oh, those inner city people. Oh, we're going to build a better future for who? What have, it's now, like future is now. So who, what, what kind of future did we build? Are we still waiting? Because that's the other thing. Is it, oh, no, it's coming. We're developing it. We're just moving over these humps. Man, this could be done in a day. Don't let these people play with you. Let me see what's up on my microphone here. I'm still going to keep checking it. But don't let these people keep playing with you. This can be done in a day. It's catchy. It's a vibration. It's a tone. It's a frequency. The world's system, organic grid, is, is broke. And it's broke because it's broke inside of us first. There's a disconnection taking place. All that system of the Ouroboruses that need to eat each other to fuse the DNA is broke. The DNA is broke. So to actually regenerate it, all it needs to do is see itself in perfection. So that means the only thing that we need to do, you, you, what you do will change this world because what you admit not say, this is, a sec- this is secondary, this is low on the totem pole to mouth. It's what you feel, what you're sending out. That's what's most important, okay? So we're going to keep going here. The body, the nose, okay? The muladhara chakra is connected to some of the most primordial senses, okay? So when you're looking, excuse me, <laughs> the, the knowledge says that an animal can sense you from miles away. It can sense your fear, okay? Because this is a primordial sense, so this is connected to the animal. This is the beast that we're talking about, a burden. He carries the load. It carries the load, okay? And then, you know, for people who hear me say he a lot, remember, I'm talking about she, too, because he or he in... Hebrew actually means female. Go look it up. So anyway, that nose, okay, in that sense, right, that primordial sense, right, that's that sophionic sense, right? That was Sheba, the queen of Sheba, right? Let me show you how the metaphors run together. Queen of Sheba had this hoof foot. You got to read it in the Testament of Solomon. Solomon wanted to figure out if she had this hoof foot, so he made her walk on glass, and he figured out that it was true. It's all a metaphor. Because the queen of Sheba, Baal kiss, meaning the Lord kiss, right? Kiss, the heart, right? Venus, this is all the whole Sheba lore. Sophia, uh, uh, Holy Ghost, okay, is connected with uh, Hathor, the horned female goddess, a female with horns. That's why they say the old non-domesticated Auroch has horns as a female. Taurus, seven stars. Pleiades, okay? That's the womb that all life forms are going through. But let's talk about that womb, that matrix, that matter, okay? 
So here we keep going. The nose is where the senses is. The large intestines, okay, that's where most of everything is being processed. Okay, so this is the processing station for what you put in first. So this is what has to have the right vibration because the vibration is what shakes it through the tubes, right? So that it goes through its process because even what we're eating, if we're eating the right thing, is going through a process through us. It's going through its manifestation too. Like, it's just not thinking. <laughs> Last time I checked, thinking was how you free flow the energy rather than lock it up. But I'm going to keep going. Obviously, the anus is connected. But I even have this internal anus sphincter uh, uh, highlighted here because that is the muscle that you're squeezing that shuts the valve that's generally open when a person doesn't have ground. Okay? When a person does not have ground and they're weak in the legs, it's because this area is open all the time. So thus, things from the lower areas, stuff you sit on, you know, you're always sitting on something, somebody's chair, somebody's seat, all the essence of that just goes right up into the body. So those who know about the Mulabanda, know about those different techniques, know that this area has to be to a point where it opens, it, it opens and closes, but it stays by default closed, right? Okay, so that's, that's the, the, the higher levels of power. Because when it's closed, all the energy is storing. It's building, 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 building. And then you open, release. That's levitation, right? You start floating off of things. And remember, it's a downward force. It's not flying off. Fly off. No. Thrust off, okay? That's gravity. That's understanding how to come into juxtaposition with gravity, etc. We're going to keep going. Cymatic shape, I went and got him. Like ball, you know, sometimes looks like this <laughs> in the energetic balance form, okay? This is the cymatic, 535 hertz, okay? This is the harmonic. So for those things, well, I thought it would be a low frequency. This is the harmonic. So it's up on the lower scale of the higher harmonic. Color, okay? Obviously, we see it is red. There's supposed to be some yellow there. Make sure we get that in the update. We're going to keep moving through this. The age of development. This is the very important part. Because remember I explained to you, the first shock was there's like a given. That's your lot. Okay? Meaning that it's a given. You get your genetics from who? Right? Parents. Biorhythm. Universe. Right? You get it from there. So that's given. That's your lot. That's your inheritance. That's why some people are lost in their inheritance because they think the inheritance is more this fiat currency. Your inheritance is the knowledge. And from there come forth all things. <laughs> so you see the age of development, though, on this chakra is one to four because some of these, the earlier chakras are already inherited. You've already inherited the world, Lord. That's what's being said. So you're the child, but your experience through this one to seven years old is going to determine a lot about what you feel about this world and how you deal with energies and all sorts of things because this is your physical foundation time. And this is where, and this is not only where, but why there is so much of an intent put by this reality from a negative level to do things with the children. And it's because once they start breaking down that root chakra, they can go back into those, those that later on, meaning that once they cut holes into the root chakra, these are, this is what mind control does. It burrows a hole into the, to the chakra, inseminates something, 
boils out and then leaves it there for triggering later on. And this could be anything from something you're watching on TV to experiences you're having with family members to all types of things. Like everyone knows the ramifications of what happens to children in this world. But what happens is that never goes away. So they build the foundation, so all the perception of life. And it's not just negative. There's positive things that happen to children when they're younger too. But those perceptions of life are developed at that point. So this is the same thing what you're doing now. You're going back through a rebirth. Give yourself a chance. Give yourself the opportunity to go back through the womb again. It can never hurt. Like the last thing, you, like, last thing I want to do is come back into another world again and not know where I am. So if I could take myself through these processes and I start learning how to take myself through these regeneration, rebirth processes, start pulling in, as the guy was telling me, the indium from space again, right? Maybe that's where it's really connected to. I start pulling in that indium, I start regenerating, I start not getting scared of the regeneration process and the death and the death burial, resurrection processes, right? Then I'm starting to do it so fast, I start imploding. Then we all go. Meaning that everyone expands. And then trust me, all this will happen simultaneously while others are ready to go and others are already at the point that they figured it out. It'll all coalesce. It's not something that it depends completely on me to do. It depends on all of us. So here's the thing. Next page here. Gender is masculine. And the reason why is because the next chakra is feminine. And, the, and this is about how to oscillate both of the poles because you're going to collapse the, uh, the, Mar the, Maripura, the Manipura into this chakra, right? When you understand how to do it. So <laughs> it's still all sexual or sexual in a certain tense, but you're interlacing these two triangles right here, boom. And then you're creating a fractal implosion that reverberates throughout the rest of the body, right? So the meditative direction is downward, meaning the downward, the downward thrust, it's red. Instead of thinking Illuminati, ah, it's a downward triangular thought, meaning that sight, hearing, taste, smell, touch merged into uh, mind, body, soul merged into one thrust. Three, two, one, pff, I'm gone, right? Some people ask me a question about the kid, him showing, holding up the uh, mudras. And the funny part about it is I actually didn't see that completely when I did upload the picture. But then I know that that mudra is a mudra. And so I went, I mean, that handsome was a mudra. The whole relationship with society and them doing it is the same thing as all. They're fools. They're exoteric. They don't even understand what they're doing. They're still playing in the fool card, right? So that symbol happens to be the, the mudra for digestion. Look it up. That, I already sourced it on the link of the page. So if this connects to digestion, let me show you how deep the knowledge is. If that corn noodle sign connects to digestion, it's because the exoteric thought is that Baal or the Baals is the, the god of hell or the devil of the one who's in the hot, the hot area. You see what I mean? So you just have basically people looking at the knowledge and not even interpreting it right, but taking some things and interpreting it right and taking other things that are not right and then making this hodgepodge. But that's what I was saying about this kind of knowledge is sacred. It's internal within you. And then you know what, what does because you put it to use right? So this is about defeating gravity. This is about thrust. And um, geez, I'm going to take a break here just a second to take phone calls, but I'm not going to look at this battery anymore until I'm done with this. And hopefully, you know, we don't have the situation. But the tarot, okay? Once again, let's go to this next image. And here in the tarot, the tarot cards and the rune stones that correspond to this chakra. Notice how in this particular deck, they do, to me, a really good job 
but still encoded at letting you know what all this is really about on a symbolic level of achieving activation of root chakra versus not achieving. And obviously the fool does not achieve. And that's why I say when you push back from the table and after you just glutton and ate all a bunch of the, I'm fool, indeed you are. We've all done it. It's the joker, it's Jack, it's the jester, it's all a game. Now the thing about the joker is you see the pack on the back, the thing about the fool is that the pack on the back actually contains everything. That's why it's red. It's the fire. It's the root chakra. It's the kundalini that is needed to allow the fool to make his transmutation. But he is walking, and this is again he, she, into phi. Notice in this tarot card, there is the shape of walking down the doors of time. If you pull the tarot card back, you'll see it's phi. Okay, look at it, the triangles going down the doors of time. But what direction? Deeper and deeper and deeper down the doors of time, getting confused, lost in the wrong direction, rather than coming out of the portal altogether, right? So that's what the symbolism is about with the fool. There's a lot more connections to that, but I'm not going to harp on it. The next, of course, is the magician. Now, this card is not telling, I'm not telling you to go and be a sorcerer. Because there's a difference. This card is metaphoric for a, the stage that is reached. Notice the character. Character looks female, but is connected and rooted, meaning it has established root, ground, kundalini, muladhara. Look, the serpent's even there itself, okay? And then thus is able to have the budding rod. The budding rod is being able to turn what is dead back into life. And also the, the sword of, of, of truth, which is the caudacious, the balance of good and evil. And lots more things. I mean, you can sit and write a, a volume about just the card alone. But to get into the runes, as I explained earlier, the Thursas and the Urus, that these runes are symbolic to the root chakra as being, in, as being about endurance, about generation of energy, as being about force and protection. That's what these runes mean. So we're going to keep going. Notice the plants in the sense, because this is the, the, uh, the more of the, this is the floor to the forest in a tense, you find the musks, you find the resins as the sap drips off the trees. And you may want to change that picture. I'm not sure if it got changed yet. Actually, maybe that may be a cue to... Okay, so here we go. We're going to talk about the plants and the scents and the crystals. And again, for a forest, the forest floor, meaning that this is the musk-type smell. This is the hearth. You know, when you go into grandma's house, grandpa's house, there's always this smell that will never go away. And even time you get something from grandma or grandpa's house, you put it in your house, then your house starts smelling like that. What is that? That is the cultivation. That is the, the actual essence, okay? So a lot of the plants, in a sense, that connect to the root chakra have to do with the musk, the frankincense, the oaks, the teak, the myrrh. So these are the kind of smells that stimulate that. It, likewise, with the crystal, it's always the breed of the crystal in this time where it is containing a great deal of mineral deposits. So that ranges from smoky quartz all the way to, uh, to, to jasper, um, to garnet, to rubies. All these kind of stones contain the energy that is of the root chakra. As we continue, we're going to the plants and the elements. You see here that the planet, excuse me, the plant, or the planet, <laughs> the planet is actually Mars. And the reason is because obviously, and it, and it can get very confusing here if you confuse the term Earth for actually the planet Earth, because you know, that's always how those, those metaphors start to bang against each other. But the planet is Mars. And the reason is because obviously Mars is a very fiery planet. 
And in fact, the, they say that the lord of the system, who's very warlike, very fiery, is Mar of Mars, okay? So the root chakra is about putting the Martian state of consciousness into a position where it becomes most constructive, meaning that the fiery state of consciousness must be transmuted into to burning up toxins rather than creating quarrels and, and, and being angry and, and causing fights and these kind of things or causing phi, these kind of things. Again, the inverted pentagram is the symbol of phi. 72 degrees times five is 360 degrees. This is a perfect circle or a wheel or a tarot, meaning to rotate. It is the wheel of the dimension that things are rolling on, okay? And so this is also how some, everything else in the higher state of consciousness is getting around. So next time when you ask yourself, is this what the universe really wants? Maybe you don't understand the universe because you can't think like the universe. And I'm going to show you something. Now, the universe is using all this as wheels. These are ball bearings, wheels within wheels, Ezekiel's wheels, if you may. Right. So what happens in our state of consciousness is we have this whole good, bad thing going on. This is the primate hominid state of mind. It's always tempting to judge next what comes in front of it next. Thus, it never has an opportunity to focus. OK, so I'm going to save something for, the, for you in a minute. I'm going to tell you about some really deep stuff. But let's go first to repair and sustainability. In repair and sustainability, as we talked about earlier, you do have the Shila Jits. You do have the Jing Builders. Actually, this is really Ayurveda. Like when you look into Ayurveda, especially if you're dealing with some, like if you need to calm your mind, all these kind of things are dealt with through the plants. And these, this knowledge has been going on. Obviously, Ayurveda passed on to the Chinese medicine tradition, but th it's very extensive. You will find that these remedies do work. But there's another thing here that I was able to find because somebody asked me about tones and vibrations after the last show. And um, what I want to direct everyone to is a site that I found called uh, mynoise.noise uh, or forward slash noise machine. And you actually can get to that if you click on inside of your PDF, the red writing there, because it says by clicking here. And then if you click there, obviously Adobe's gonna ask you, do you really wanna go to that page? You set, select yes. You'll go to this page and it's, it's absolutely free, obviously, and there's some high quality tones and vibrations from isochronic tones to uh, intoning bodily tones, which was uh, obviously a, a, a very prime thing to find because we were talking about that before, but it's sites done very well. And um, so then you can get an idea of how to harmonize yourself. And then some people say, well, how, how much does utilizing these external tones played over a radio do for me? Because you said in last episode that it's good to have the best carrier. That's right. So what happens is, is that when you're listening to the tone and you learn how to do that same tone with your own voice, you're the carrier. So that's the process. Learn how to harmonize or what you're even supposed to do, where this tone is supposed to even coming from, and then you use yourself because now you're using an organic carrier and tone up your chakra centers, right? Um, complete internal cleansing. That's our next page here. And we talked about that earlier. That is the methodical process of removing the toxins from the body. And so we've talked about this several times, so I won't even get into this very deeply, but it's a serious thing. Once you go through the cleansing, it's seasonal. Like the, the earth 
cleanses itself on a seasonal level. This is why there's seasons, okay? Different flavors, right? Because if you keep saturating the body with one state, it's always cold, it's always cold, it's always cold, it's always cold. It's always hot, it's always hot, it's always hot. You know, you can't, it's always wet, it's always wet, it's always wet. Your body doesn't work like that. So understand, your consciousness doesn't work like that. It constantly wants to keep metamorphosizing and evolving and experiencing different levels of its essence, the level of its being. That's actually what's brought you here today because the message is quite flavorful. It adds a lot to the actual uh, states of uh, your bodies and states of consciousness, something that you've learned to consume in itself, meaning that you actually do eat this message and it is wholesome. It fills the body. It nourishes you. So this is the thing that we want to do. This is symbiotic to me. Like I gain more knowledge by consistently saying every single day that I have to keep myself going and keep expanding and learning to assist other people. They're going to get it too. See, you don't have to always go into the whole trip about I'm doing stuff for other people, I'm doing stuff for other people. When you're doing something and it's actually really doing something, you're doing it for everyone. And that's why, that's, that's, that's a given. You don't even have to think about, you don't got to get into that whole mind game. Get into that whole brain gym. Watch out for that. Watch out for the brain gym and emotion. I can't believe he said, oh my goodness, I love when she, you can't be doing that wrenching back and forth with your energy too much until you understand your energies, understand your position. You, like, you understand the calibrations of energies that are needed to cause you to be perpetual. Because when I'm actually delivering here, and I plan on accomplishing it, I plan on being the first, if there's none that are before me, is how to live a perpetual life. I never get old. I actually run the clock back a little bit. I always look like this. 100 years later, I'm still looking like this. Obviously, eugenics would have had kicked in by then, so it'll be an argument of whether I'm on eugenics or whether I'm actually uh, sustaining this through the, the, the high levels of spiritual consciousness, but you'll know the truth. And that's what I'm saying. It's about longevity. Put your roots in. Unpack your bag. <laughs> right? Because think about it, the fool. He done, he's got his bag on his back. So that's why he's not and she's not stable. Always trying to, I got to go. I got to go. I, I'm trying to find this place. I can't be here. So you can't lay all your stuff out then. <laughs> right? Think about it, your stuff. Everyone's been to this position. All your stuff in one bag or in the closet. You know, you're in some small place. Your stuff's in the garage. How do you expand? First, you pull it all in, right? And that's what this rebirth is about, is pulling it all in. All right, come on, all you guys, all you fish lines that I put out there, everyone in, let me see what you got. Let me see what you learned. I'm going to take all this in. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to say which one I want to do. I'm just going to get all the facts first. That's what we're asking you to do. Get all the facts first before you start making decisions and choosing whose side you're going to be on and all of that. Because... You shouldn't be on a side. You should be in the middle. <laughs> That's balance. So we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to take some calls. I have to move the computer. The number is area code 585-653-6979. Give me about 10 minutes, and I'm going to go ahead and change the batteries and get the thing booted up, and we're going to go ahead and answer some questions, and then I'm going to let you get on about your way today and so you can enjoy wholeness. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and take some, anybody who has questions. And you can call in at area code 585 
653-6979. And we got one person already calling in. And if you can, just remember to mute your sound on your computer or just close the window uh, so that way we don't get a reverb. Caller from area code 302, Honus, you are on AstroQuest. Honus 7. Awesome. Uh, this is Kiara. Hey, Kiara, how are you? I'm oh, great. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, where's my paper? I wrote my question there. <laughs> okay. So I read the the book with the chakra yoga mm-hmm. book. Um, and there was a 11 day practice for breathing. I can't pronounce the name that it was called. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. It mentioned that it should be done at a correct time for, especially with like the time of year and latitude and a karmic reactive cycle. Mm-hmm. What is that? Okay. You know, I, I can only explain it like uh, it's kind of like the layering process that I was talking about earlier um, with how in your consciousness, you're at this stage first where you need to work on just even learning how to breathe properly and, um, and learning how to, to actually get more in tune with yourself. And then at a certain point, you kind of get more in tune with the cycle of your body, like wh- how you're feeling, especially every 30 days, how you're feeling every cycle of your body and what is your actual cycle and timing. And then once you find that, then you're basically timing all of your exercises. Like when you're working on one chakra or another chakra, you're timing them based on the season of your body. So it's kind of like what I was explaining towards the end of the message is that you figure out your own timing system and then you go and, 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 you, and you do your certain cleanses and things when you know that that part of your body is really what uh, needs to be affected because you got to remember that with um, with Ayurveda, how Ayurveda was discovered is it was discovered by individuals that were so in tune with their body that they could feel where this plant was actually going. Like, oh, that affects the kidney, or or oh, that affects the liver. So that level of being in tune with your body, also you feel, oh my goodness, I need to re- I need to take out the toxins and purge the toxins. And remember, sometimes people can do this with breathing. Like the more subtle people can do it and do breathing and visualizations, why the more dense person needs to do this through putting some kind of uh, uh, thing, something into their body that actually removes the toxin on a physical level. Okay, so it's, um, so I would know when to practice this uh, breathing practice depending on how I feel. Right. And if it, I, Right, and it's, it's basically based on how, how well you're actually feeling your body when you're going through the exercises. Generally, what you want to do is, is that if you go through, let's say, it's, first of all, if you go through yoga, everyone, you go through a yoga session, especially an intense yoga session, when you get done and then they do that cool down point where you all, most people always fall asleep, you definitely yeah. in that zone right there get the first hint of what your body feels like when it's in complete harmony. So, so this is what also is accomplished by breathing is that you basically can get high on air. And then once you start learning how to get high on air, what yoga does is it lets you learn how to divert air into different pockets and it gives you 
in a tense, a different stage of this, this, uh, this high state, okay? We'll just call it high, because it really is like you feel good, you feel like you're on something, you got energy, you just, it's interesting. But the, the poses uh, help you divert air into other parts of the body. So once you get into this, what I'm saying is yoga doesn't seem, is, is boring, and meditation doesn't seem boring, because it's almost like every time you're going in, you're going in to, d- to see or develop a new part of your world. But you can feel this, so it's not just sitting down and like having to remain calm like Vipassana or something where you're going into more of a nihilism or you're going into a stage of of just denial of yourself, right? And so remember, stages of denial for the body, and it's not necessarily my premium choice of method with everything, but stages of denial are like punishment for the body. Because you can bring the body, like first of all, let's say for instance, person says, I'm going to deny myself cake. But there's several stages that you have to go down to finally eat cake, let's say. So cake, just because it's not, just cake is not healthy because of how it's made. But there are other things that taste like cake that are healthy. You see what I mean? So this is what what I mean by getting back into your body and then figuring out the proper system to use. Like some chakras you're going to have to be bold with, like meaning that the lower chakra is bowel. So you're not going to be coming with... Uh, flowers and oh ball please you know do what I need you to do it's not going to be that kind of party you're going to have to come in there with force you're going to have to well the force look this is what you're not going to do anymore everything's going to be straightened up everything's going to be different from here you're this is how you talk to yourself professionally <laughs> you're, never, you're not going to you know on, on, a, on, on a deeper intrinsic level you're not going to do what you want to do anymore you're no longer king you're no longer ruler we're giving you the edict today you know basically have your stuff out if you want to stay for the metamorphosis, or, or if you want to agree to the metamorphosis, you can agree, but you're going to go anyway. So this is how you, you go into your body. And then you start knocking it down, meaning that it's very vivid for people. They know what they're eating. They know what, where the pleasure button is and what's causing all the pleasure. And then they know how to go right into it. But what, this, what, what process that we use here is that you have allies in this. You have Kundalini. You have, uh, um, so you have Shilajits, you have the Jing Builders. And why do I mention these as allies? I mention these as allies because we think at times, especially when we get deep into the root chakra imbalance, that we are doing this alone. It's only me. And the moment you pick up a glass of water, the moment you took a breath, you are already using really more of what's really real here. You see what I mean? Because people are fake sometimes. So you can't say people are as real as water. Because water, it doesn't matter who you are, if you drink it, you're going to be hydrated, right? So water is not hating and discriminating, so that makes water more powerful. So if, you're, if you were doing it alone, then <laughs> when did that ever happen? That's why we know this whole alone thing is an illusion. And the faster that we can get in the scene that everything is us, everything belongs to us, we are everything. There's no, you don't even need to worry about it going anywhere because it can't go too far. Where are they going to take it? They only can put it back in you. So once you start doing that, then everything begins to metamorphosize. Like your reality begins to really shift. But that's why we go at it, mind, body, and soul, because I'm not talking about shifting one reality. That's why some people, like, they talk about these realities, right? And there's a lot of realities, but there's only one actuality. Remember, we were talking about that, what's actually going on versus what we Mm -hmm. just think is going on, these realities that we create. And this is how things are. And it's okay, because we're going to be bringing a lot of truth to these realities to make them actual. So I could take your next your next question if there is one. No, that was it. And I, I get it. Everything you said just clicked and you ran into the other questions and Awesome. I got it. 
Okay. All right, so we're going to go ahead and open up the line and give some other people an opportunity to call. I do appreciate you calling in, Kiera. It's love to see you that you've been involved uh, with listening to the message for so long. And uh, that obviously means there's massive growth that's taking place. So wholeness. Wholeness. Wholeness, everybody. Thank you. All right. Okay, so I'm going to take this next caller from area code 615. Caller, you're on AfterQuest. I'm going to take this next caller from area code And you're going to have to mute your line. Uh, hello. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, sir, you're going to need to turn off your, uh, the show really briefly just so we don't get that right. Right, right. Okay, great. So, uh, okay. wholeness, how can I assist you? Yeah, so um, what, uh, what type of nutrition um, it goes along with, uh, with the root chakra? Uh, mainly, you would need to figure out your stable, meaning stable to me is like what is the core food that you're actually eating? And this is an important thing because obviously many people are sustaining themselves off of meat products, and that obviously is connecting right into why the root chakra in its unbalanced state is more powerful because it connects directly into flesh. So what happens is, is that it, it's terrain modification. We're not telling people to quit cold turkey, even though there's some people who do have that type of will. Like once they hear that meat is actually decaying five seconds after you eat it, no carnivore really seasons or cooks its meat. We don't have the teeth to be eating meat. We don't have the system to process it. Then all of a sudden, you, you know, it's almost like if I have this, um, let's say this new software, program, but I'm still trying to put it into this old computer. How many times can, am I going to keep trying to load it before I realize, hey, this is not working? So with these right. more subtle states of consciousness, that's one thing, but the root chakra still has to be sustained. That's what the whole show is today about, right? It's like, well, are we going to stop eating meat and we're just going to basically fly off and float away if you don't have any real state, state of protein? Your bones and all that are going to get weak. And of course, that's also why the and the root chakra is, um, is connected to the bones in your body and all the things that are really hard. So okay. you have to identify this, uh, this super grain for yourself. For some people, it's quinoa. Some people, it's uh, what is this? Uh, amarantha, I believe that is the name. It's maybe a little bit different. Um, what I'm using personally, what my diet pretty much goes like is, because remember, we spend a lot of time eating. And the reality is we eat a little too much. I think every, maybe a lot too much. I think everyone in, yeah. in health books always tell us that. But my balance is, because I still do work out, is I utilize a lot of these super grains that are ground up. Because remember, like when you get some, some, a good tricolor quinoa and you throw it into the Vitamix, it's going to grind down to that powder that we're calling protein. Some people don't even realize that it connects that easy, that brown rice, when you throw it into something like strong as a Vitamix and you grind it, it's going to come out as a powder. And that's what they're calling brown rice protein. So in this okay. sense, you can make your own proteins by grabbing super grains, getting a nice mixture of it. And this is where you got to go back to the old forest side of yourself again. You know, you go, you, right. know, you go to your beard side again. In the beard side, he's picking up acorns, nuts, different kind of sprouts off the ground, and he's drying that out. And then he's grinding that with old plastic pistol and mortar, and then he's taking that powder and he's making a bread with it, okay? So now okay. The, the new guy, though, <laughs> Because, you know, the new guy just came in. He takes all of that. He can order it. He can do whatever, how he acquires it. It is always better for you to grow your own stuff, but crawl before you walk. Go grab the super grains. Go ahead and grind them up, and then go ahead and make a nice little smoothie with them. Because that's going to give you all, I mean, it's going to be so intuitive. There's going to be a connection between you and the grain right away. So, because that's what people don't understand also is that this food, it has real food that's alive. It's, it's basically got to either agree to transmute or be in fear. 
So notice how, like, mo animal is in fear. Like, when a person is eating it, the fear from that meat is transferred to them because of the stage that that meat was in when it, when it left. This right. is even deeper in the whole level of mediumship. This is how you'll know this is true, because in mediumship, if you're trying to actually contact a person that's on the other side, you have to actually experience their death because that was the last signature they left. So it's the same thing with the meat. You're eating signatures of, of, of the animal, imprints of the animal when it's in that stage. So it's also the same along, thing with, along with the karma that comes along with oh, it. Oh, for right? sure. I mean, it's stacking it up, man. So you can imagine why. Like, I tell people, don't even, like, when, don't take it the other way with this information. Be like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe they're killing us. Take it the other way. No wonder why no one's activated. So that means that the moment that we turn this whole system around, activation is, is guaranteed because the opposite is already present. And surely the former exists before the opposite. So yeah, that's, that's what you want to do. That's, that's the advice I'm going to give you. Um, also, like I said, I, what I do is I do, in the morning, I get one of these shakes in. And there's a lot of stuff. There's ashwanga, and we're going to go through episodes of this while we're doing the root chakra. We're going to go into the kitchen, get the camera fired up, and I'm going to take everyone through what's there. And then so you can see what to mix, you know, because you got your blue-green allergies, and you don't even need a lot of this stuff. Some people imagine that they're going to be drinking a glass of this stuff. That's not how it works. You just, you know, a, a, a dab here, a dab here, half a teaspoon, half a teaspoon there. You grind, uh, blend it up. And then, right. bam, you have your shake. And then so that, and what I do is I do this first round of shakes, just so I can give you the, the regimen regim really fast. Do this first round of shake early in the morning because I really don't go with anything solid on the body before that time. Then the next okay. round is I go with something like quinoa. I eat quinoa like a breakfast cereal. I, just, I, I, I soak it, and then I, I cook it. It sprouts, and then I eat it with some honey, some nuts, some uh, uh, mulberries, and you know, uh, almonds, and raw almonds. All, the, the goal is, is that you're just, you just need to get these foods, like almonds and things, in the right stage. And also remember, some of this stuff has to be soaked because it doesn't release the enzymes until it's soaked. But we're going to go through all that, so just so you get the idea. So by lunchtime, awesome. I'm ready to have my major meal. And I'll tell people now that I'm actually eating egg yolks because I've, I figured out that what's going on with the diet, especially when you move the meat out of the way, is that it just, all these proteins are different. And there's a specific kind of protein for people who have a blood type that is used to getting this kind of animal protein. But the yolk does, the yolk does not need to be ingested. It's only the, the actual... Um, the white? The white, because the white is actually what's okay. feeding the yolk, okay? So if you find that you're having problems getting on these veggie diets and you just, you know, you're trying to either do that or nothing else, it's better for you to go with the yolk and sustain your body, especially if you have an active lifestyle, you work out and these kind of things, because even the protein that is in the quinoa does not satiate the system the same way as the protein that's in an egg. And that's just intuitive. I don't know, you know, probably find it in some book somewhere, but that's exactly how it works. But my major meal, I'm, I'm eating around 12 or 1 or 2 in that area because that gives my body at least 4, 5, 6 hours to completely digest that. And then if I'm lucky, I can just get another shake at the end of the night and be done with it. If not, maybe eat some light gluten-free pasta with some homemade uh, tomato sauce with some basil and these kind of things, just basically keeping it light. Something that if you have an active root chakra, it's going to be like putting butter into a, uh, a tree, uh, what do you call it, a tree saw or whatever, you know, the thing that, a, a wood chipper. It being, meaning that moment that you put that light meal in there, it's just already digested it within a few hours, or within a couple hours, excuse me, within an hour. Wow, a lot of the nutrients is taken in. Exactly. So that's what you're I looking see. at, brother. All right. Well, man, oh, that's, uh, that's awesome, uh, wholeness, and uh, thank you for, uh, for taking my call. Okay, wholeness. 
All right, so All we're right. going to take uh, one more call here for anyone who wants to call in. I see we missed a couple numbers, but that's okay. There was a lot of information delivered on today's show. Obviously, I'm super enthusiastic. I want more shows to be like this and more. I got my good friend and comrade here with me today, Jason. He's in the studio. He's been the one working the switches. If you're wondering, well, this is an upgrade today. It's like if <laughs> it's not me doing 20 minutes of figuring out why we're getting echoes and things like that, and also uh, being able to get these pictures to you so a lot of this stuff makes more sense, especially while I'm talking about it so you're not just looking at me all greased down because it's getting hot in here. And uh, this is our last call from area code two, three, four. You're on AstroQuest, maybe, because I'm trying to click open the line, but the computer is getting inundated. So we're going to take a moment here and let the computer sort itself out. I was saying, they were talking about these computers got some potential to do something. These computers got potential to do nothing. Like nothing on a human being. Like they're barely hanging on. You get one, comp you get one human being, right, that really knows what they're doing. Even the fastest computer will be sitting there, like still trying to process one of the tasks that is behind on. Like, don't let them fool you. Like, even some people thought, oh, I think the religious, too, the, the 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 resistance is, is too technological and blah blah blah. Man, we blew past all this stuff. We went and got the T-shirt, and we're now here. It's full organic organism. All is self, everything is alive. Plastic is less, is, is a lot more denser though, but still contains an atom and we can speed this thing up. Okay, so unfortunately, it doesn't look like I'm gonna be able to take any more calls because the Skype is just, it just doesn't wanna do a thing. So I guess that's our indication that maybe it's just time for us to have our departure for now. When we get forward next, not next week, but the week after, we're going back into the Muladara. We're going to finish it off. It looks like we're getting through this rather rapidly. I thought maybe we'd be here for about two, three months, but I have this intuitive feeling that maybe after either the next show or maybe one more after that, we'll be moving into the Manipura Chakra, and then that's when it's going to get a little bit more interesting, as it always does. So wholeness and balance vibration, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you also, everyone else that's been out there that's been supporting, all those that are sharing the information, all those that have been supporting the resistance on multiple levels, AstroQuest, the uh, Realm Dynamics, all the different platforms, but mainly in the concept of all itself, but beyond the concept, beyond the idea, the actual implementation and the action itself, looking at the individuals around you, all living organisms, and actually everything, because everything is alive, and having some in tune, mutual respect, and harmon harmonic connection with it. And until we meet again, wholeness. <laughs>